about to go viral or what, Lou? I think so. Are oh, we going viral you're in the what? car doing it. You're crazy, bro. Yeah, I'm too scared nowadays. I gotta be outside, man. I, I can't, I can't, I can't be, I can't be, I can't be inside, man. It's too nice of a day to be stuck in the house, man. I hear you. I hear you. Hold on, let me get mine. Uh, mm -hmm. I honestly didn't even know you smoked weed. I'm not really like big on smoking for real, for real. But you know, this is the occasion that called for it. You know, I might do it once in a while. You know, when they say I'm when in Rome do as the Romans. So if I'm gonna travel <laughs> to a place and, and the occasion calls for it, I'm gonna do it. Go to Jamaica, you gotta smoke some you gotta smoke some Cali. You go to you go to Amsterdam, you gotta hit a, get up a coffee shop. Listen, man. You gotta have some <clears throat> Yo, we about to go viral or what? <laughs> no. I'm, I'm thinking so. I, yo, because you know what? You just went on a huge trip, right? You just saw a bunch of shit. Yo, listen. I went to, I've been to Thailand, and I tell you, Asia and seeing that part of the globe just puts a lot of more things in life into perspective as far, most importantly, cultural preservation. Yeah. I feel like, uh, I feel like in the United States, there's, there's, there's not much value given and especially when you consider the history of this country versus other places is I don't feel like the things that are important to us are preserved the way they, they need to be preserved. Like they have a lot of integrity and principles out there of how you need to carry yourselves when you're in certain places. And I feel like that ability to uphold that part of their culture just makes it just makes it a lot more more. You take it in differently. Do you, why, why do you think that is with America? Like, um, like the culture isn't like that, where it's like, uh, would that be values? You know, the way you uh, hold your mm -hmm. stand up and stand, hold yourself up and within values and within the culture you live. I think because the United States just has this big bully capitalistic mentality. Like people always have to this 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 superiority complex. You know, like we have to have the haves and mm. the have nots. There's and and that's a real separation in our society. The haves and the haves not. There's not one thing that can really connect us all on a, on a deeper level. It's, it's it's every group for themselves. Everybody just trying to get ahead because that's the, the infrastructure of our society. I think that's well, that, what it is. Yeah, that might be the culture though, because like. Putting it in that perspective, I'm thinking now of like, yo, think about how this country started. They're like, fuck this. Really? We're making all this money off the slave labor. They're doing shit across the ocean except taxing us. So the whole culture was of the, of the creation of this country. You could say almost the intention mm -hmm. behind it was of financial acquisition, further financial mm -hmm. acquisition, which is like the... I believe capitalism has been around way longer than America, ever since free trade opened up in... Um, okay. I can't remember the exact culture. Which, which, oh man, which world power? I, I honestly think it might have been when an Arabic nation was at a world power where they really did a lot of open trade, and that's really where capitalism stems from. It's open trade. That's what it is. It's mm -hmm. not just. But when you intertwine capitalism with imperialism and colonialism, that's when it becomes the negative side of capitalism, where it's let me take this military prowess, put all the money from this capitalistic free market into it. And then let the free reign of the free market work as long as we got our military power to then create an empire around the world by starting these pseudo wars and then putting ourselves in them and the, all these countries. Mm -hmm. you know, that's just you how you say, expand. And you say, 
That's just how you expand an empire. If you just look around, that's what it is. Like if you look, if you play the game Stratego, chess, even you get, you infiltrate the lines. Like you put your pieces in strategic places. Like if you're gonna play the game of empires, really, the United States of America just on the empire right now. You know, you had the Dutch, the British, the, the American, and then further back you had a bunch of others. But since about the 1400s, I think Dutch, British, American. It's just the way it's been. The shifting of superpowers. You know, and um. That's where I think the negative sides of uh, capitalism come in is when we only look at it in that sense. When you play the game of isms and ists of what's better for us, capitalism, imperialism, I mean, uh, capitalism, communism, socialism, all those things, you know. So what is the ideal? What is the ideal contract of society look like to you? It doesn't. Because I, this, this is like this is almost similar to the same conversation that we was about to, that we were about to have. With what you mentioned about the A in one place. Yeah, we'll have that right after this. I don't think it exists because I think that's an archetypical idea of paradise, just like heaven, where we assume this idea as humans that there's this ever so graceful period. But think about this. What you may assume to be for the perfect life, me or someone else might assume not at all. You know, so then what? What? Do, how do we figure that aspect of this human differentiation? You know, rather than us taking it in with ourselves to understand the similarities and differences we all have to be able to just work with it and just jive with it instead of it having to be X, Y, or Z. You know, literally almost like a whole world of communities that just jive with each other rather than nations and states because nations and states start to become the person's psychological self and the nation and the state dictates one's growth and stifles one's growth because one is now giving their self to the state and what the state says, I do. So I don't think it exists, that whole perfect, uh, you know, we're, we're, too, we're too advanced for that. Like, I think we're, our consciousness is growing past the idea of needing to be governed because people are pissed and starting to realize it's all bullshit. But then what are we going to do? You know, what's going to happen next with that? You know, because if you look at the history of humankind, ever since we broke out of the hunter gatherer, when we really just accidentally started doing agriculture because it just made sense. It's only the warm weather climates that we're able to maintain the agriculture because the cold weather climates would destroy the agriculture in the winter that we're able to advance so quick. That's why the Europeans on the Fertile Crescent <clears throat> became so advanced with technology so fast within like guns and shit and industrialization because through back in the day, they were growing shit quicker. So they had more people because if I can sit here and grow crops for 500 people and 500 people don't have to try to grow crops for themselves, those 500 people can now have time to specialize in shit, where that, whether that's politics or bureaucracy or metal making, whatever the fuck it is. So that's how all that shit occurs, you know? So we're just kind of on that perpetual growth of efficiency that humans do. And the problem is when we start to have this human flaw where we think everything should be a certain way, and then that guy who thinks that has a bunch of other people around him, and he calls it a fucking nation, and then he has the guns and the army that are going to die for that because belief is a huge human thing. And then they go do it. And then the guy with the more guns or the technology takes over them. You know? But when you boil it down to even make it a little bit more simplistic than all that, right? A decent society, a decent world has to have some basic criteria, some common characteristics that a peaceful society would be. A functional society would be or would have. What are the basics of those people? What are the what are the basic characteristics, commonalities, similarities, right. if you will, 
we all come from a womb of a mother, even if she wants to be a father at the time, she's still a mother. That's just the way it is. And we all have a heartbeat and we all have a breath and we all relatively want the same thing, which is the best for our seed to produce further into the future. And that's it. And everything else in between is what the human does. And we all come from a woman, a womb, a womb. because I'm not even going to say woman because you could still just that, that's how yo we're living in a time we have to be so careful with all of you come out of a uterus yeah a uterus a womb a uterus water the uterus whatever you want to call it breath yeah, breath and heartbeat and a heartbeat is that's it yeah everything the else the human yeah it's for us to play a game we do just play a game because it's, it's a very interesting... if you look at it in this sense right polarities right we live in a world of polarity negative and positive charges that's how energy moves from negative positive charges they need each other to work to create things we're energetic beings we're going to need negative and positive charges to even have our game we play with ourselves from even to manifest this you manifest that to have this conversation doesn't mean we're in opposition but we are because i as lou is in opposition to you as dj differentiation instead of just two souls jiving because if we were just two souls jiving we wouldn't be talking and then there wouldn't be a podcast and there wouldn't be a conversation we would just be here just chilling, you know, mm-hmm. just being. So, okay. Know, it's just when our human connections to things, you know, and that's why all the scriptures and everything say the, the detach from worldly desire because it doesn't mean you don't play the game. Just understand it's a game because when we get caught up in it, and I've talked for myself entirely, I get, I get nuts. And it's for, for what? Like, it's now I'm at the point where I can have fun with it. I can see the nuts unravel, but like when that shit consumes you, and then when you have the ideas like the world should be this way, and then you start fucking shit up. Well, you start doing your thing and you start impeding on other people and have these ideas that this is how it should be. Then we create laws where crime doesn't exist. Laws are created which make one a criminal. That's the way it works. And in America, if you make enough money, <laughs> crimes don't exist. We've shown that. That's a fact. They'll make an example here and there, but barely. And what's that example get? Two years to a charge, someone could have got 20 if they didn't have the money. See, time and again, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna stay pissed off about it? you and get into the political game? We gonna join politics? No, okay. Have you ever been in a conversation with somebody where you had a few uh, perspective on something, they had a pr- perspective on something, but you both understood what each other's um, point of view was on whatever subject matter? Like yeah. you, one wasn't was wasn't trying to be right, wasn't wasn't trying to be wrong, wasn't about to be right. Well, you just listen to perspective. Honestly, that's what I try to do on every single podcast. Like every time I talk, everything I'm saying just what I'm thinking. Like I don't who am I? Right, so it's what you're thinking. Now I get that. Have you ever heard somebody's point of view and agreed with it, even though it differed from yours? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard somebody's point of view and it differed from yours and you disagree with it? Yeah, I'm sure. Right. Was there any conflict there? Nah. Only why the wasn't only... there any why wasn't there any conflict? Well, because I had worked through it. Because I'm sure because like I was that's like the conflicts that I, in my life, when I there's conflict, I'm I'm part of it. I'm so much creating it. Uh-huh. That But you didn't create the conflict here where you agreed or disagreed with the person who had an idea that was different from yours, did you? No. Right. Why is that? Why wasn't there any conflict? Because, I don't know. I can't speak for the other person, right? Right. And I can't even think of a prime example in my head. I'm just saying yes to everything because it has to be. 
Like that just has to be honest. I don't think I've ever sat here. Like I'm sure in my life I've I've been. I know I've been that. No, this is the way. Even with getting into scripture style things, I was at a point where everyone has to be reading the Bhagavad. You have to, you, have to, you know, like getting into all that. Like, but really, if it's to, I'm understanding more. Like it's again part of the game. So for me to attach to the idea like it's me, that's when. It- a conflict will ensue. Otherwise, it's ideas and thoughts and words. And really, all the shoulds are of a biased opinion, like I said, because what I think someone should do has nothing to do with them until they believe it, you know? Okay. So, to me... That. What? <laughs> but the point, the point that I'm trying to drive is that you've been in a situation where per- different perspectives, right, co- collided, they clashed, but there was no... Um, there was no conflict that was that came from that. And that's all to the concept of how we all should be able to exist, right? Yeah, from different perspectives and different viewpoints, right? And still be harmonious. Yeah. So that's a characteristic of what that drives all the way back to the origin of this conversation. You know, like what does uh uh. Uh, a society, you know, the way we were talking about, you know, the infrastructure of how places are set up, like, what is the what are the basic characteristics right. of a peaceful society? If everyone can see each other as a mirror, then we'd be fine. Because if I'm mad at you, and I saw you as a mirror, I'm mad at myself. No, I'm mad at myself. Oh, what's within my eyes? So what, what did uh, the other person check in me that I got to check in myself? What uh, happened with the other person that rose this in me to work with it's not that that other person should do anything so that would be a character if we could all look at each other as mirrors because if you're looking at a mirror you're looking at yourself and you're seeing oh shit it's i gotta work on this nobody else got to do anything in life because if that was the case i would demand fucking step stools in every apartment so i can get to the top fucking shelf you know oh I mean? my god all right i would demand that shit because i'm tired of it i would demand <laughs> that girls aren't allowed to give a height preference Cause uh, everything else oh. you can't you can't give a preference, <laughs> but on a fucking dating website, I gotta Yo. actually look under five six. Do not apply. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, everybody duck because the shots have been fired. Yo, you know what Biggie said? <laughs> the shot is hit the. You know. <laughs> but that's the way you know with every fat shaming. Miss Christmas. It just, yeah, it doesn't make it, it. If we go external to ourselves, you're giving everyone else the power. If everyone's a mirror, you always have to take it in. You realize, wow, I'm the creator. I'm the God. I have the power. And that doesn't mean power to control others. It's of self. Yeah. The power is not supposed to tell anyone else what to do. It's of self. You know, mm-hmm. you know the, the paradox is when you want nothing, you have it all. Because what are you going to take from me? What do you have that I need? Nothing. Like it's. When you want actually nothing, your desires get to nil, you have everything. Because there's nothing you can take from me. There's nothing you can have that I want. Mm. And that has to be true, though. That can't be like, and then once this podcast ends, like, oh, my God, I really wish I had this. Like, no, then you put on a show for everyone else. to. And I'm not saying I'm there yet. I'm just saying that's the the key to the aspects of being in the world, but not of the world. You know, Mm. To be able to walk through the marketplace just walking through, enjoying it all, not seeing, oh, that mm. close this, damn. If 
If I mm. had that money, oh, then I oh, it would look so good on me. If only I had that, damn, but then I don't. Or, oh, my God, this looks so good on me. This dress looks so good. And then you put the dress on, your friend goes, you bought that. Damn, now how do you feel? You know, like, Ooh. instead of just whatever, <laughs> letting it all go. We attach so hard that we want the world to abide by us. And that's not going to fucking happen. Unless you want to start, go be Jim Jones, start your own fucking community and then kill them all. Like, you know what I mean? Go, mm, oh God. I'm not saying kill, but that's what he did. That just so happened he did. Not Jim Jones, the rapper, Jim Jones, the uh, cult leader. Oh, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, it got crazy, but he had like 500 people drink Kool-Aid and they died. That's where that whole like drinking the Kool-Aid thing came from. This dude, Jim Jones started a cult. Yeah, this dude, Jim Jones started a cult. And they all drank the Kool-Aid and they died because it was draw. It was a it was a um obviously a lethal concoction of something. I forgot the substance, but they died. But they believed so heavily in him. Belief is the number one thing. Jim Jones died too. I don't remember if he actually drank it. That's the wild part. I can't because honestly, if he did, then yo, I I, I'll give it to him because at least he was with his cause. You know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> if he did, it's like damn. But if he didn't, it's like see, he just fooled a bunch of people, and that's how heavy belief is. Yep. Yo, yep. but that shit with M1, I wanna I wanna know what you would you like uh let's talk about that. What I posted about no, how so so you gotta let the people you gotta okay. let so how I posted to how... know exactly what it was that you said so they know what it is that I'm responding to. Okay, let me see. I should still I should, might still be on the story. If not, I'm pretty sure I remember word for word because I'm nuts like that with shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had right. so much to say, but I'm like, you know what? I'm a, I'm gonna sit down. I'm a light. I'm a light when I'm to, I'm gonna talk to him about this. But you was getting ready to go lift at the gym. Yeah, nah, exactly. And I knew it was gonna be a conversation. I was like, I can't just put this on a uh, a half ass talk here. Maybe I put in the more thoughts. But it was bang, oh, bang. This is the last. This is the last spot it could be at. Otherwise, it's in the head. I have to find it. I, I, I can I think the end one story is the issue with unaware capitalism, I meaning you got three white dudes create a quote unquote business using the skill of the players and the culture and then sell it, making millions, giving the players the whole reason people show up nothing. And we have people that see this as the way it should be. I myself don't do quote unquote shoulds, but I but it. But if I'm going to play the game, I'd say this is the issue. It might be the more humane thing to go 50-50. But with greed comes unaware capitalism, and then our psychology defense system for over for ourselves justifies it. Then surrounds self with other like-minded, and it's a bunch of justification talking to justifications just to make everyone feel good about what they do. So what do we got? Okay, boom. <clears throat> Now, what were you what what were you trying to say? Like, a, a, explain to you, wh- explain to me what it is that you were trying to say when right. you wrote that. So, from what I got out of that show, you got three, and I'm only going to use the word white guys because that's just uh, the way sometimes things work out. Three <laughs> higher Ivy League college educated white guys that like to play one that like to play two that like to play basketball and said I don't want to work nine to five, so they came from a culture of creating businesses. They had the education, probably the finances from the family because to go to Stanford, you need that and all that other shit, whichever Ivy League college it was. I don't know if exactly you know people out there. It wasn't Stanford, whatever. Then they go to a cult. They take the culture by making the mixtapes. They take streetball culture, the players, and they literally pay them 
Ugas, barely anything. When they sell the company, because Nike's about to take them out, because like, yo, they made a shoe that's successful now, right? <clears throat> Vince Carter wore them on the dunk contest. Like, yo, Nike is like, we, they're in our sights. So they sell the company, make millions, and give the players nothing. And what I see is the typical unbalanced scale of the education system and then the culture of how we make money, handle money, and know money, the knowledge of money that no one gets taught in any public education, even really private schools, depending on how rich the private schools are. And that's what I constantly see. And I think that's what a lot of times people mean when they're like, yo, that's another unjust aspect. That these three dudes even have the prowess to do such a thing because they have, they're in the environment. So they, the way I see it, steal and redistribute. It's no different than the kids that don't know how to get the connections to sell drugs, just being jock boys, robbing the drug dealers and then redistributing it. The same concept, except at least that's on a different scale because everyone's a fucking, you're in the shark water then, you're playing with sharks. You got to be a shark to play with the sharks in that aspect. That's the way I see that. That's what I was trying to um, convey in that message. Okay, that's deep because um, because <clears throat> the way I interpreted it was the way I interpreted that post was that you were I was thinking about there's always going to be somebody that comes out better or higher on top of some like I that concept of fifty fifty is what stuck out to me and I was like mm. it can never be fifty fifty mm. it can never it, there are very few cases it can really be fifty fifty because. Now you think about things about like value and equity, you know what I'm saying, like investments and stuff like that. There's always a system where there has to be somebody who may receive more. But that than, I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's why yeah. I said humane way. Because when you want to talk humanitary, there is no equity and value. The value is what we, we're here for each other. I got something and you know the business skills, bet 50-50. That's what and I'm saying. I foresaw exactly that you were gonna say this. Yeah, I foresaw this. Like, so I'm so glad you interrupted me. I'm so glad you <laughs> said that because I knew that you were gonna say that is the human. Like we're here for each other. I knew you were going to say that. And as I say that too, I also understand. I'm not saying that's how it should be. I just think that's how it could be better. Even when I say better, though, to a high-driven capitalistic person who came from a completely different ideology or culture than me. They're going to be like, that's crazy. Right. You know what I have to do to do this? They might not even see it, and that's what can cause further division. That's why even saying and, these words are like, right. you got to be very, you know? And mathematically, it doesn't make sense either. On which end? That it wouldn't work? You go 50-50. I don't see. I don't. Because again, though, mathematics. Because if it's, three, if, it's three, if it's three guys that's like running the, the, the head of the league, who, who created the league. Right. Right. And that three now it starts to break down into nine and then like like it triples every time. Nine, eighty one, triples every time. Right. But that's so on their side. So that's like really saying like, what about what about anyway. the team of the players? I don't the, the 50 50 is ownership players, you know? Now, in a sense of big I'm talking the end one story though. In a big sense of I'm a yeah. basketball team owner. You now have to understand. Well, I don't know, man, because I break it down. It's like, yo, if I'm the owner, my not me, the owner, the owner's not really going to do much to have the money at this point, unless they're a very involved owner. All the marketing, the, he has to hire those people to get the name out, right? But who the fuck's going to show up because the jersey's hot if the team sucks? 
other than the Knicks. The Knicks just happen to play in the Madison Square Garden that just because it's the Mecca and you have you could pay $50,000 to sit courtside next to Spike Lee, people will show up even when they don't fucking win. That's why, and it's New York City. This is another, you want to talk about conspiracy theory. Sometimes I think that sports teams blow up because the city needs money. So all of a sudden, a left field, a team that sucked forever wins championships. And all of a sudden, the city with it arises. So it's a way that the governments in fucking in cities go, the government officials go to the sports franchises, make something happen because money makes the world go around, baby. The fact that you said conspiracy theories to this is just, oh my God. You think that the success of no, the no, 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 no. I'm saying is correlated with I'm saying the an idea. economic success of the city in which they? No, play? I'm saying it's a possibility. Just look at the way sports teams win. What makes you? What made? What? What? What made you come to that? What made you get that inkling? All right, straight up. This is this how that how that's idea. I was thinking about it one day. Yeah, keep, keep it raw. Keep it keep it funky. If you look at teams right that have a ton of money, they can suck for a long time and continue to suck but they have a ton of money. Whatever, no matter how they have that money. Maybe they had a really winning franchise at one point, but then they suck for a very long time, right? Then you see another team that sucks for a very long time. They never have money. But out of left, they win. Then the city rises up at the same time because now people are giving eyes to the city. People want to go see the city. It puts the city on the map. A place like Cleveland, maybe. You know? And then all of a sudden, these teams arise, and now they're in the faction in the game. And it's a way to make it not boring where it's every year the same elite teams win. Because if I can buy the players, I'll have the team that wins. You know, the, that's why a story like Moneyball is a movie because the guy went the other route. And it was the only time. And it was like, wow, it's cool. This works. You know? Yo, that's, and again, and when I say these are just ideas, I'm not saying here this is how it is. No, no, no. And I want to I wanna, I wanna be able to challenge these thoughts at the same time. I want you to be able to challenge my thinking because, you know, you think a lot of profound sure. things. And so... <clears throat> You ever heard about New England? Yeah. Hell no. Hell no. What about it? And New England was winning for a long time. And I never heard or wanted to go to New England. You ever been there? <laughs> Brother, man. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about the roaring economy in New England. But, uh, <laughs> I can't even find New England on the map. All the time I was in school in New England. That's so crazy. So I get what, what you're up. saying. <laughs> I get what Yo, you're it's saying. it's just it's 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 set up. It's, it's it's set up. Yo, I've never heard. I mean, Philadelphia is still in the slums, and they're a historical city. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> What, Historical. Part of, what what parts of Philadelphia in the slums? You know what I mean. You got the Philadelphia 76ers, you got the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, who else is there? You got you got all of the universities. Oh, yeah, you got teams everywhere though. You got team, and you can't count universities because the universities are not attended by people in the slums most of the time. You know what I'm saying? But we'll we'll go, we'll make sure if we're talking athletics, if we're talking athletics, <laughs> talking about how the whole gamut though, you know what I mean. And I'm talking about professional sports. They just started getting paid yeah. in universities. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just started yeah, getting paid. Some, professional some sports make, like, look at the Yankees. You know, the Yankees. They just bought part of AC Milan, the soccer club, the football club mm. in Italy. You know what I mean? That's influence. Having that, you know, like, 
I I don't know. If you don't think so like, the New York Yankees though. You the Dallas Cowboys, you know what I mean? You don't think Jerry Jones see, has but now you're Texas? naming you're already naming major successful cities already. Dallas is a major city. No. New York is a major city. These right. are major that's what I'm saying. They don't have to win. Like for instance, the Mets, they don't ever have to win because they're in New York. You know what I mean? There still be the Mets, though. People the Mets, are, hard the Mets are trash. I know, but they still exist, and the players make tons of money, and people still go because they're New York. That's how New York is set up, though. That's my point. It's enough. It's enough people, but you can't. We not talk about the big cities. We talk about the small sucky ones. Yeah. So what said. made Cleveland hot? You got the you got the Cleveland Indians, you got the Cleveland Browns, you got the Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron James was in Cleveland for a long time. Yo, all three of the teams you just named suck until they won a championship. Okay, so let's think about what's going on in Cleveland in the last 20 years. I have no idea. In the last 20 years, they won a championship or two. I don't know. They, they, they only won one, right? The Cleveland Browns, they had, um, what you call it, Jamal Lewis. This old NFL. Yeah, Jamal man. Lewis, he was a thing. Peyton Hillis was a thing. I think the Cleveland Indians got to the World Series, no? Or they would they had a they good made a movie. My for a bit. Sucked. You ever see okay. Major League? You ever see Major League? Movie? So that's sure. how shitty. T- tell me this, right? If I run a city like Cleveland, if I'm a government official, right? You got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They got that. I'm I'm a I'm a government official, right? I'm sitting here. I'm going. You know what? I want to fatten my pockets. I need more people. I need more tourism. I need all this bullshit. I got an idea. I'm gonna go make a deal. I'm gonna go make a deal with Hollywood. Hey, Cleveland Indians suck. Why don't we make a movie about them? <coughs> Bring attention. Whatever, whatever. You make the movie, and whatever we gross through uh, all the attention, you'll get a five percent cut to bring awareness to my city. Because we need people. And it's not a bad thing. We need people. We need the stores to rise up. We need a community. We need to put ourselves on the map. You know, we're in competition here with places like L.A., New York City, Chicago, Miami. Fuck is Cleveland. I got Ugats. You know, Jim Brown was the biggest thing in Cleveland for fucking 50 years. Right? He was in Cleveland, right? I mean, what about Green Bay, Wisconsin, though? Like, I don't hear anything about Green Bay, Wisconsin. Early football. That's the reason they exist. Because when football oh, first started, but like, three teams. Yo, but wait, wait. Professional? Not like, the very, like, football, when they, before they wore helmets and they increased, it was, like, what, 10 teams or some shit? And then when they made but the I'm NFL, saying, was when... don't nobody hear about Green Bay, more or less, like... Other than the team, Wisconsin. That's what I'm saying. So it only exists because of the franchise. Because if the franchise didn't, if they didn't have a winning franchise, it would be even less given a fuck about. If they didn't have Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, who the fuck? That's like you said. Who the fuck? They still have success, and nobody going there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying, like, is that (laughs) inside? You know, buddy, you haven't you haven't been a green. Do you nah, know anybody from I Wisconsin? Just... Yo, I know one person from Wisconsin. Your name is Paul. Dunkle. Hey, he wore love the jack shirts. He had very he had nice eyes. He had he was a smooth did he, cat. Did he have a an ox? A pet ox too? Huh? Did he have a pet ox too? No, nah, but he did have them still them heavy toe boots. Yes, I see your point. But all right, so then what about the M1 thing though? With that but specific I'm saying, example. 
the way you explained it though is what I was saying that I was just really focusing on the concept that there's always going to be a party that comes out up more up than than the other. Like everybody has their. Would you drive with roles. sixty forty or seventy thirty at least? Not ninety nine to one. You know that's definitely. However, it was sliced. It was it was messed up, and I'm not going. And let's acknowledge that. However, it was sliced. The 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 players and the actual and talent wasn't getting the compensation. Then that's obviously messed up. You know, this but is just where to actually, focus. This is the. This is the, no, I'm sorry. I just had a thought, and I because I was yeah. gonna connect it to like, yo, honestly, did you watch them one story? Yeah, I watched it. So yeah, I watched it. So I don't know. Every which way I look around that, they took the entire, they took the culture and made the money and gave nothing back. Yeah. All they gave was the awareness that it exists, which I'm sure it provided people. Like I'm sure after nah, fuck that. They were doing that with Rucker Park before N1 when they were going there mm. having show outs and cookouts right. and all yeah. that. You know what I mean? So it's like it, to me, it's no different than straight ex- exploitation because exploitation is exactly okay. that. And I mean, okay. if it is true that they gave them zero, that is how do you even live as a person? Because when he when he sits there and goes, oh, yeah, I don't remember saying I didn't have any money for his kid. Fuck that one. I don't. Well, actually, I do because it's called um, what is it? repression. We'll actually do that to ourselves psychologically. But you're going to tell me you you could still live with yourself knowing you did like you didn't hook up like. You watch, you know what you got to watch is the ESPN. What is the difference between really, really rich white, rich white kids and Italian mafia gangsters? You watch the one with the hockey dude who's was a gangster, a mafia gangster, allegedly. These are all accusations. And his they <laughs> bought his son a hockey team. <clears throat> they had a stop for, um you know, government reasons. And he still paid all his players. He figured it all out from before he left. That's the difference. Because how could you? I just, I don't. And this is where the shoulds and shit like that. I just could not see someone living with themselves. Well, it happens all the time. Just look around. But that's where it annoys me. Where I get, at, where I actually sit there to the point where I make a post about it. Because I, I sit there and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, the, to me, it's just wild. And to me, that's the yes. unaware side of capitalism where it's, you won't even think the way I'm thinking right now. And I understand we're thinking, not you. I'm talking about those three yeah. people. And I understand we're thinking that's too. I'm not faulting anyone. I'm just saying that's what I think the uh, bad, quote unquote, bad side of unaware capitalism. Just they don't even like. Well, we had the business plan. We had the idea. We're the owners. We sold it. What did they do? When it's like, what did they do? You serious? Who were you before? Yeah. Oh, you designed a sneaker. Who the fuck wears it and puts it out there? They don't give a shit if you're walking down the street with a fucking sneaker on. You look like you make video games. They care about hot sauce okay. right here. Right. Okay. So now within that example. Within that unfortunate example, right? What does that show you? <clears throat> Once those guys left, right? What were the plays able to do? Exactly the unbelt scaled tips of education <clears throat> and pe- being around. No, 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 no. What were they able to do? The players. Once those guys left, what were they able to do? The players. Yeah. Play. Play ball. How did they? They just played and they just played for fun, and that was it. They were able to was work. anybody getting paid? Was anybody was it still A one? Once that happened? Nah, it all fell. They barely got anything. They fell, 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 they didn't fell get fell. anything, right? Yeah. But we're talking about they're being exploited. Right. So they were the talent. Eyes on them. They had a talent. So if they had a talent, the talent should be able, right? Yeah. 
to create to create that business to create that right. to, to, I, to create that revenue. I agree. And why don't they? Why did James Brown start doing his own thing back in the day? Because he didn't want to do why, whatever else was doing. This is why there are always pieces. Like there's always different pieces that come together. Now, when you asked me the question that you asked me, <clears throat> um, originally, you said you said you said, "What do I think about the situation?" And you were you were mentioning the the um the difference between education and and all them them different type of things. Man, I lost my train of thought. I forgot what I was gonna say in response to that question. But I, I was asking all these questions to lead back to how I wanted to introduce my answer. But um, but the point is that that everybody's everybody needs to play a role. Everybody plays a role, and what they get out of it is depending on the role in which you played. So if they're responsible for bringing things together. They're going to get certain things. If they're responsible for bringing the town together and the town is the one that continues to keep the business operation, that's just a system. Like, this is how it's set up. Like, everybody's input is different, so everybody's output is different. Where did you learn that? Which, did I learn what? Everything you just said. That you understand. I've developed developed this idea over the course of my life because everybody doesn't put the same effort in they're different pieces like you have people you have leaders who can delegate leaders who can motivate leaders who can do all these different types of things to get different types of results to get different types of performances right but if you never even if you come from a world that doesn't even have that example how do you even know that exists that's what i'm saying that to even yo you know what we could do is put our, our, our team together and make something the way those three kids over there did it and made us a team. If you don't even know that exists, you know, how can we even know that? You don't have to know that exists. There's basic life, there's basic life instances in which you know, okay, I need to join forces for something to happen. Like, yo, if you in a, if you in a schoolyard, you see, you see this, these group of guys and they, and you know, they're a the tough bunch or whatever you go, or you see this group of guys, you, you, you don't feel like they come across as intimidating or not. You're going to associate with who you're going to want to associate with. Now you know you know how to maneuver to put yourselves in more advantageous situations. So if you know, yo, we got the talent, we don't want putting the people in the seats, then we gotta be able to, okay, how are we gonna figure out how are we gonna team together? To what? To be in just just like when the NBA players locked out. I'm like, yo, the NBA players don't need the NBA. They can make their own league if they really Yeah, but that's the way I feel about governments. And we sit here anyway. So that's it. The way I to, to to lead, yeah, I think almost there, there are a lot of natural born leaders, but then they also need the examples around them. You know what I mean? Like for instance, and I'll use up the player like Hot Sauce, who when he started Fram One, he just got out of jail the day before at a young age. So what do you think his experiences in life before that? That right when his now experience of playing ball and being the entertainment stops. You know, it's not like oh shit, we should maybe start our own team. It's like was well, all I know. You know. And it takes, I think, a lot between internal and external environment for one to be that natural born leader. When the external environment is set you up like Bill Gates is Bill Gates, because why the fuck not? If you learn his story, there's no way he couldn't have been Bill Gates. I mean, to be at 14, have access to one of the only computers that works in such a way to in existence and be able to work with it and compute with it and learn coding at 14 when other kids were playing on fucking scooters. How are you not Bill Gates? You know, like if our external environment is set up in such a way. It right. can really assist the internal. Now, 
I, the way I believe internal environment controls all, if your external environment is set up in such a way, all you got to do is show the fuck up. That doesn't work for everyone though, you know, because of how their external environment's been set up that they don't even know the understanding of the power of their internal environment because every representation around them isn't that it's not, this is what life is. And this is how we go about life, you know? And that's why a lot of times you hear like the, the outlier that broke free of that. And then they try to go back and tell people and all that, right? you know, right. That's so basically what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing you say is correct me if I'm wrong. Everybody just has different starting points. Yeah. Basically. It's like, it's like, so my, my, one of my, one of my, one of my college, one of my uh, former college colleagues, my former college teammates gave me this example that he used in a, in an educational setting. He said that he had his students sit at a desk, right? And they had them each uh, crumble up a piece of paper in their hands. They was going to shoot it in the bucket. Mm. Right. And as he moved, as the, as the, um, as each person shot, we noticed that the rate of success started to started to decrease for making the shot. Mm-hmm. So the analogy was is that, you know, like everybody's going to start at a different, you know, yeah, different point in life yeah. that may determine their rate of success and, or or likeliness of success. And that's even, what I'm hearing you say. Right. Yeah. And not even just that. Right. But check this out. Say I have a class of 20 kids and that's the test I'm going to do. Right. How do I know one Jimmy over there has got dyslexia? He can barely fucking know which is left and right to throw the thing. Tanya doesn't give a fuck about basketball. So she's just going to please me to throw the fucking thing. Jimmy over there has got a blowjob last night. He's thinking about that. Like, how do I know all these things are, you know, <laughs> Damn, Steve, Jimmy. Steve, Steve, yeah, we're good for Steve, Jimmy. Steve over there is getting beat by his family. Like, how do we know all these other internal things, other things we don't know of going on to dictate? So, because our subjective reality creates our objective reality. And if we don't see that we're all different, in that sense and assume everyone should be this certain way by concrete behaviorism is when we'll be like, Oh, well you should have been this way because I didn't get arrested because I, sh- I never ran from the cops. And I, blah, 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 blah. Like, uh, yeah, come here. Let me teach you five fucking seconds. How we're different. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Cause I've heard that so many times myself when I was getting in trouble. Like, Oh, well, blah, blah, blah. yeah, like, come here. No, just come here. Like, come in here real quick. Cause if you came <laughs> in here, maybe you'd be a little, that's, that's the, the difference is, we're so I think so many people that think they got it going on have no fucking idea how influenced we are seriously by so much external to us that it's Absolutely. such a it's such a mirror game. And we know this now by the fact that when you observe particles until they're being observed, they don't exist. And even when they observe, they'll be dictated by who is observing them. Like we know this in a scientific setting on a micro level. Why don't we believe it on the macro that? That which I observe is really being observed from within. You know what I mean? Because it's that's all it is. Like at the end of this conversation, we're both gonna walk away however we walk away from it. You know, it, it that's what it is. The effect is the effect, or the the talk is the talk. But what happens between is up to what's in within. You know, because I could say something and have a completely different intention than how you perceive it, and then it takes human human growth to be like, all right, well, let's work with it and then understand the way we have this conversation. You know what I mean? Like, but so many of us fall into these ideas and isms and ists and fucking made up constructed bullshit because consciousness is to be divisive. It needs to divide itself from other things to perceive because if we couldn't perceive everything always all the time, we would be freaking. That's why they make a movie about it because you'd be freaking the fuck out. You wouldn't be able to tolerate it. That's why people are like geniuses because they perceive it just a little bit more 
and you mm-hmm. lose your shit. So it's literally in its nature of conscious of human, the dawn of light, the dawn of existence, the rising of the sun god is all the birth of consciousness. Now I am I am a being that's now aware. I am an I subject to the object. Okay. And that's the human dance we do. That's what all these things have been trying to figure out. But now we're so I think so so uh light driven conscious driven that we forget about the unconscious and the darkness and we're scared of it and the monsters and we think all the evil is external to us and everything we dislike is external to us when it's really all creation of ourselves and we scapegoat other people so we can't feel bad about ourselves because i would never do something like that you ever fucking been in their (laughs) shoes how do you know you've never been in that person's life how do you know yeah, I, I I don't know. After after that last conversation we had, bro, I don't know if you would say you would never do something. <laughs> what would you never do, right? Yeah. What would you I mean, never I'll shit do? on the chest if she wants me to. I'm saying no names. Like, come huh? on. I would, I would shit on the chest if she wants me to. No, 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 no. We, we, we ain't going there. We ain't even going there. We ain't even going there. Come on, boy. Mission, man. Come on, boy. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. People winning that kind of stuff, y'all. Listen, I, I, that's a different level of freaky. Like that's, I don't know. No, you want to hear that was like kind of top ten, no, but, but that's that's next. I don't even see this because I'm turned on. Like if a girl is oh, no. like, yo, babe, babe, I want you know. And f- honestly, at this point, I don't know if I'm babe yet because if I'm been with you for a minute and I don't know you've been shit on your chest, that I have to look at myself. You know what I mean? Can't be mad at her. Okay. Like if I'm with someone and we're at the babe level. Which I got someone right I just started talking to. Her. She's already at the babe. I was like, well, I just started texting you. Ooh. I don't now, now. I see what you want already. That Ooh. ain't me. But anyway, you started texting her. That's a big step for you, Lou. <laughs> oh man, oh it's getting serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting serious. Usually, if we're texting, it means you know, no, unless we're friends. But um, like if she was like, "Yo, would you shit on my chest?" I'm not gonna be turned. She on. asked you this. No, I'm <gasps> saying if someone did. Like it's oh, like I'm gosh. gonna be turned on, but I would do it because why not? <laughs> like I wouldn't see yeah. her as anything less because I don't yeah, I don't have these uh ideas. Like if anything, we, it's we like can. all you want to do is have missionary sex. That's when we're gonna have to part ways. But if it's to the point where it's like oh, I want you to shit on my chest, I'm like, damn, you're oh! fucking nuts, yo. Yeah, that's you just know? hey, listen, man. I I have a foot fetish. So how could I like I see a nice done up big toe and I go fucking I got girls that send me feet pictures. Forget finger pussing. You know, I mean, forget finger banging themselves and all that. You know, titty shots. I get feet pictures. That's where I'm at. You know what I mean? So like, yo, what, who am I going to do? Lou, man, listen, different shows for different shows. You into what you into, my, no, my guy. I'm saying, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, but. How, however you got them, like more power to you. I just, I, I know, I know, every, I know everything's okay with you, man. Yeah. I know everything's okay. It's so good. Man. You like what you like. Exactly. You, know, you like what you like. <laughs> some people like chocolate. Some people like vanilla. Some people like Neapolitan. You know, but <laughs> this one is it. <laughs> exactly. And I don't go like peace, but I just go through the whole thing. You Your whole I mean? thing across the middle. Yeah, no borders. Just right. That, right? <laughs> Not can't. the long ways, the short ways like that. So you get all three of them. Oh yeah. shoot! Uh, that's, that's actually a great example. That's exactly how I do it. I'm definitely the Napoleon, Yo, shout out to, Napoleon type. Napoleon shout out to Eddie's man. Ben and Eddie's, Eddie's. Man, good shit. I can die. We dropping. Make sure y'all send the check. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes, there's ah, shit. Now I'm trying to remember. There's something else he posted the other day that I really wanted to talk about. There's there's something I commented on. I'm not sure, but it was a question that I I was asking about. I was asking to women. I'm not sure if you had commented on it, but it was a, it was a question to women about. I feel I feel like I only want a woman's perspective on this, but you know, obviously, <laughs> yeah, I know you, I, I, give I stay notes. doing that, just giving my fucking opinion on things. People don't even ask, right? So. <laughs> so we as as we talked about like the conscious societies, we kind of talk about like the patriarch mm. society, patriarchal society, matriarch. Right? I'm, I'm right. Do the it. male is in a will we will we Let's agree go. that the males are in a more advantaged position than a woman in most cases in this society? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay. <laughs> Let's go. You just open the door, right? And, and so <laughs> and so for the men and so for the women who are like or follow some type of spiritual faith <clears throat> some type of um some type of practice right whoever it is that they address or pray to as their supreme being is this person a he because i saw some somebody post something on the internet and they were talking about like god and jesus and they were saying him 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 he 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 was just him him him, him all across the whole thing and i'm like Women want to be seen as equal to men. <clears throat> they want these equal opportunities, right? They, they can do what any that man could do. They should receive the same type of compensation. All things across the board, like, there should be some type of equality or equity or whatever. So if, if that's what you feel, do you feel that the supreme, whatever supreme energy it is that you recognize, do you think that referring to that being, if you do, as a he, do you not think that's always just subconsciously or consciously keeping you in a position of inferiority? Well, whenever I refer, I try to be as non-discriminative as possible. From Whenever I speak of this God, it's all things, always, everywhere, always, never was. You can't Truth is not formable. Once you put truth into form, it becomes a biased thing, which is not truth. So that's the first touch on that. The second touch, the reason a lot of it is referred to as a man is because consciousness is of a masculine thing where the unconscious, all that we are from, all that we are born, really, you can call God, is feminine, is the feminine aspect. That's why a lot of times in scriptures and myths, the feminine is always looked at on a darker aspect, the yin and yang. The feminine and the masculine. The masculine is the sun god, the rising up. Consciousness is the light on the, all that which we do not see, which is our unconscious self. The contents of the unconscious have to have light shown onto them. That's why our brightest selves are found in our darkness, because you assimilate that which is in the darkness, the unconscious, into the consciousness. And over time, when we stop believing in that which we can't see, we started demonizing women. So much to a point where you had cults going out there and burning women alive, calling them witches and such, and all that other shit. When the origination stories, many of them are from a myth of a, a cult of worshiping women, where men would literally castrate themselves in honor to the great mother. So it all got twisted over the expansion of civilization when too many fucking people live together, really. And because it's not a feminine trait to go want to rule other people. That's why they would be such great fucking presidents and shit. As much as we depict it to be such, because of our current consciousness, such divisive ways have occurred that we start to become archetypes of what we assume feminine and masculine. 
And now we live in a world where we don't even know what it is. Whatever you want to be, you could be. When really, God is all. So it's hermaphroditic because it's feminine, it's masculine. It can produce life and take it at the same. It is all things together. That is my whole statement on all that that I could think of right now without keep rambling on. Yeah, but I hear what you think. But that doesn't answer the question. <laughs> I love talking to you because honestly, that happens to me all the time. When people ask me a question, I go on a ramble, and I don't even know if I answered the question. And people we just right. go with it. And I really don't know if I fucking answered it. So thank you. So, so the <laughs> so the question was do the women who 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 say God who, is a he who, who recognize who recognize something and recognize it as a he and him all the time whether they consciously or subconsciously speak with that vibration, mm. do they always keep themselves at a, at a place of inferiority if the supreme in which you are recognizing is a is a, is a he? That was my question. Right. And if that, that ultimately affects their level of thinking, because I was watching something that says English is not my language. Like, let's say it's indigenous to people of my hue, right? Let's say right? English is the, the language of my oppressor. So if I don't speak the language in which is indigenous to me, but, but I'm speaking the language of the oppressor, then I will always be thinking in the oppressor's men mentality. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know exactly what you're saying. So if, if this is what you're thinking, it's a he, then you're always in a place you know, to speak. That's because this that's supreme if that's like who, what you're viewing as your supreme, then. But if your supreme is external to yourself, then whether you're a man or a woman, that God is always above. If you assume God to be of thyself, then it doesn't matter if you call it a man or a she, because it's you, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's being born of flesh, dying of spirit to find the God within the assumption. That's why God born of died on the cross. That that aspect, you can call him. Os, uh, Osiris if you'd like and not call him Jesus Christ it's the exact same story from the Egyptians to a fucking oh. day oh. You know? <laughs> so you want to go but but the difference is the Egyptians understood that as the psychological development of individuation for which one dives into the unconscious aspect of self to find the true self within to rise back up to be born again that's what all that shit's about it's not man and like that's the true mythological meaning behind things. When we take things as historical factors, when we start warring with each other, because what I think is true. But is do you, you think this affects? Yes, it, well, it can, it can, it can, it can. If it's all about belief, right? So if they're gonna believe that it is this a superior being, and it's a he, then obviously you have to be inferior. If the superior is he, and you are she, and superior is he, you're saying that. And if if you look at God as external to you. And God is a superior object, right? That you worship and you are feminine. Then you're saying that I, feminine, human, is inferior to superior God, man. Yes, that could happen. Yo, we going viral. F that, Lou. <laughs> we, talk about, we talk about all the controversial topics right now. Let me ask you a question. Let's go. We talking about it all right now. Stop playing. Do you think, why do you think a woman would, would be a good president of, of the United States of yeah. America? Yeah. Why? Well, oh. well, not just a woman. It has to be like, like anything. I think Kamala Harris would be a fucking terrible for you president because of what she did when she was DA in California. 
So I don't just mean any woman, just like any man or any person. But no, 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 no. You, we talk about women specifically. I think of feminine of woman because they're more in tune with the with nature, with nurture. They are nature. They okay. are more nature than men are nature, and they're more in tune with it. And they're more. That's just the way it is. They women are more intuitive type on scale. They're more masculine if they're more logical. And that doesn't mean they're dumb when people say, oh, logic is smart. No, it, it's a different theory. Hey, hey say it. Say it. So what I'm saying is, yeah, I think they would be because they're more in tune to things. And that's why men need like if you look at a lot of people that do great things in life, they have a fucking phenomenal woman with them. You know what I mean? Or they're so in tune with the godly aspects that they understand it to all be of Mother Maya creation anyway. So that's their. Got it. That's their feminine aspect for them. If they go through life without Listen, a suitor. And and I'm I'm telling you right now, my view is not man or woman. But let me be very specific and I address this directly. I think a woman would be great. Yeah. As the president of yeah. the United States, if she does good at the job. Well, yeah, I get anyone. I think listen, I well, think all the presidents the suck. Listen, what I is, think all the presidents suck. What do you think it takes to do good at that job? Do you even think you I can? think all the presidents suck? Listen, I, I think all the presidents suck because it doesn't seem as though everybody's happy. So well, everybody ain't happy. The president sucks. Yeah, facts. So that ain't gonna happen. So, so and they making most people happy. Well, that, that's because everyone wants to be made happy by something external but to whatever. themselves, like a president. So We've only had male presidents, obviously. Yeah. We already know that's bogus. <laughs> yeah. We already know that's bogus. Why all males have been presidents. So we already know it's bogus because women have definitely ran for president before. Well, I think Tulsi so, Gabbard would be a good president right now. Who? Tulsi Gabbard. Who's that? She's a uh, Hawaiian native female who's also in the army and surfs and skates. She got a unibrow? Nah, she's fine, yo. She's she okay. So look too. back. So listen. Yeah. So yes, a woman would be great. <laughs> she got you know she get the job done. A woman could have definitely be the president of the United States. No incident, but some babies. Yeah. Right. So now I follow. I say that to say this. Do you think there are just certain things that a man should do, or just certain things that a woman should? Uh no, I don't. Uh, in the sense of ejaculating hey, sperm into is, a vagina, this is, this is unrated. Yeah, it's unrated. It's my podcast. Sure. Come on, ejaculate right. sperm into a vagina. Yes, okay. I really don't think men, biological man, cannot have a baby. That's just what it is. Like, go ahead, fuck a dude in his ass, come in his ass, and wait nine months. Oh, you let me know God. how that goes. It's not gonna work, right? So, a psychological man can have a baby. Sure. Because biologically, they're still a female. But psychologically, they want to be a man or they feel they're a man. That's fine. I don't I don't know why people are so fucking... You know why people are so jacked up? I think it's because we assume things should be a certain way. But even that said, look where we are anyway. What am I going to do? Start punching people in the face because I don't, I don't agree with them? No. So, you know, what men and women could, should do? I don't, you know, at this point, the fuck? I think a biological man is the one who shoots his sperm into the female egg, the biological female egg, and that's how we have children. And also biological men can, uh, women can breast milk. 
I don't think men can breast milk, bi biological men, the ones that are born with the penis. If you will, cis men, they call them now, which cisgender just means I agree with the doctor. I don't know why you guys are so dramatic about it. You need a fucking pronoun for everything. But that's what you you want to be happy. Cool, <laughs> babes, have fun. It's just going to be tough trying to get the whole world to go by 93 of them. It's whatever. But so that's that's it. After that, do what you want. I don't think they should be sanctioned in professional fights to fight against each other unless they go into it knowing that like. If it's a unisex sport, cool. But if a biological man, like if I went and started fighting, if I fought my whole life, because right now I get my ass kicked by anyone that's trained. If I fought my whole life in a trained martial art, Lou, right here, and just tomorrow said, you know what? I'm feeling another way. And I started going on hormones. And in a week I fought a girl, I'd beat the shit out of her. That's just the way it is. Like, that's not saying, just look at bone structure. Look at muscular density. Look at all of that. You know what I mean? Like that, I just really don't know. And again, I don't give a fuck because I'm not involved in any of these things. Like I care more about the unjust ways of governments controlling everyone than whether someone wants to be a male or a fucking female. I could give a fuck about that. I could, I care about us giving all this fucking money to these countries and then giving a fuck less about someone else right in that other country. That's the shit I care about. How fucking I'm over here putting a girl through fucking school in Tanzania, but Bill Gates apparently gives all his money away. Then why can I even put a girl through fucking school? Little old Lou over here. If I was putting, mm. giving away billions of dollars a fucking year being called a philanthropist, there should be no one on earth that's starving to death. Where's that fucking money going? That's the shit I worry about and think about. Not fucking if Sally wants to be Johnny today. If that's how you feel cool, babe, I'm happy for you. Be happy. The fucking people are so caught up in that shit because they don't know who they are. And we're all being controlled by this trivial shit when it's like, yo, this is COVID was the biggest transfer of wealth in history from lower and middle class to wealthier, richer people. And no one gives a fuck. Now, all that money that was given out for free, where are the taxes? Oh, taxes going up. Oh, would you look at that? 83,000 new IRS agents get fucking hired to watch whose money? Not Elon Musk's money in the fucking Caymans. Me and you getting grandma getting us a fucking cash app for Christmas. That's whose money's going to be watched. And we don't care. We want fucking everyone to call me Sally, Jim, or Susie. Whatever. You know, we care that fucking whoever uh, Andrew Tate's hating women. You know, we care that fucking this guy slapped that person over there. That's what we care about. We care about our immediate fleeting feelings. That's why your new Marx, your new fucking Fidel and your new Lenin post memes. They don't fucking create coops and run countries. They post memes and they run Instagram accounts and they show up at 130th with a fucking gangle of five people and a sign and a blowhorn. They don't overthrow a government. Or even and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go that crazy and justify killing. But you see what I'm saying here? Like we're playing the game and it's cool. It's a fuck I've I've learned to understand it's a beautiful game because it is what it is. Like play it. Just know you're playing a fucking game. Because otherwise you are the pawn that you think you're not. You know? You can't break out of prison till you know where you're in prison. And the prison is the mind. Whatever you think you can do. But if you can only think prison of the mind. Yeah. The concept. So how, how does how does one but ultimately back to you know the original <laughs> question? Yeah, I that shit. <laughs> Yo, man, listen, when you get to go and you just you just gotta be juggernaut. He picks yeah, up his so momentum, just let him keep going. Go ahead. I just look and out to the, back home. I look out to the abyss. back home just like we know. Just like we've agreed that Jordan Shadow does Jordan Shadow does all the time. He gives his references and then he say all that to say. Okay, boom, punchline, got it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right. So 
you just think that you know there shouldn't be no boundaries. Well, I don't. No do limitations. Who shoulds? Because that's a boundary. I think no boundaries, uh, no limitations is a boundary. A should. If I say I think things should be, I'm putting boundaries on things. Because that's okay, me so, thinking things, you know. Okay, so let me let me rephrase the question. I'm going to use different. I'm going to use different language so we can get this get this there question answered. Okay, so there'd be no boundaries, no limitations. For what yourself? Yeah, an individual self. Yeah. No, in 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 this world that you just spoke of, in this world that you just so beautifully articulated and described, just well, oh, that's just the way now. it is now, in my opinion. So, I don't... so I'm saying because you're saying there are boundaries and there are yeah. limitations. Right. You're saying, listen, just let people be. Let people be. Yeah. That's oh, what I yeah. Got Honestly, what unless they, unless you're raping, murdering, no stealing, boundaries, no limitations. Yeah. Yep. Unless you're raping, murdering, and stealing, what the fuck do we? What are we so worried about? And that has to go though, like right? Because if a if a man rapes a woman, he should get a hundred years. If a woman rapes a man, she should get a hundred years. Yeah, I mean, they should get something like whatever you we see, figured you out. See little, you see yeah. Well, if no, either way, because I'm just saying, you said unless we're murdering, kill, or doing something bad, murder, steal, or rape. Because well, then, 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 then it should be it should be level. Of, what do you say? Well, it should be level across the. The game's constructed a certain way, right? So even if yeah. uh, now I'm an, I'll play the game by having this idea of how things should be, right? Because again. If I said, I think things should be a certain way where there's no boundaries, no borders, that is now, and it's also a societal level. That would mean there's a constructed understanding that people are going to live a certain way, which then what if I fucking don't want to? So when I say that, I mean of individual self, because also that's not going to happen because you're just going to have people out there that are not, what are they not nuts? They just want to go kill people. They want to blow things up. They're pissed off that their country got blown up 20 years ago and now they're on a fucking rise because they don't have Twitter accounts to fucking waste their time on all day. What they have to do all day is think about how their family got blown up 20 fucking years ago. So that's what they've been doing for the last 20 years. Revenge. Not everyone lives in this society where we're distracted all the time. You know what I mean? So like, it, you can't. We It's just too much. Civilization is such a heavy topic to think we're all going to live this one the best new world order, the best global thing would let each person do what they want. But again, you're going to have a country that wants to work up just like America, where it's like Russia shouldn't do that. Oh, let's keep dropping bombs on Pakistan and fuck them. Like, but they shouldn't do that. Oh, let's go into southern countries and do coops and start a whole fucking revolution. But they shouldn't do that. Like, what? Which one is it? You know, we're all we're just doing a warring thing. I, I do think we might get past the point of needing to be governed. I don't know what that looks like. Is it a, a, is it a panel, you know, of like twenty people in a circle, like you always see in movies, of, of representing, like kind of like a, a not a fake UN, because the UN's a bunch of bullshit in my opinion. They're just a strong arm of the United States government and the fucking British Empire at that, in my opinion. Okay, let's entertain this real quick. Let's do it. So I feel like we we gonna we gonna we gonna bring it back and we gonna we gonna we gonna like put it put the put the cap on it with, with this right. Um, let's say I ask you what love is, and you tell me. No, we're not gonna talk about what love is. Yeah, now we gonna go that deep. <laughs> okay, we say you say love is unconditional, right? Mm-hmm. So if love is unconditional, that means it comes with no conditions. Yes. But if it's unconditional, that is a condition of what love is, no? 
Say this again. If you say love is unconditional, right? Yeah. That means like it is unconditional. Like your love, it doesn't come with anything. Right. But if you're saying it's unconditional, that is a condition of your love, of right? Love. It's so still a condition. What is un- the, what is love being defined as? <clears throat> Only that which we enjoy. You know what I mean? Only that which I. No, love? we don't have to define <clears throat> love. No, but you do because either if you, way, if still, love is a condition, then yeah, the condition of love is a condition. But if love is just acceptance of all things, always as it always is, good, bad. If you want to put quotes on it, just as the the baby's dying as its birth. Just as the baby's born, born as its birth. Just as the kid's graduating from college, just as the kid's shot on a drive-by. Just as the ankle breaks, is about to do a fucking sprint to get to the NFL. Just as the running touchdown wins in the game, you have to love it all. It's not okay. Love, I still have to like. say this. I'm gonna just get straight to the point. I ain't even gonna dance. Through. I ain't even gonna beat around the bush. You're straight to the point, uh-huh. right? You say eventually we're not gonna need to be governed. Yeah? Uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Listen, I'm still debating that shit. But it's very it's hard to erase the concept of what our perception of of law and order is. Yeah, we don't get right? erased because it doesn't get erased. Our consciousness expands past. No, it. I'm saying though, you you've already experienced this human experience for the right. amount of time that you've been here, and you've already conceptualized some things. So it's kind of hard to erase your memory of that. Yeah, but I'll do so it. this is what I'm saying. So okay. I still have to say this. You said we're not gonna we can eventually end up in a society where we don't need to be governed, right? Possibly. But the natural like things kind of like take natural order. You know what I'm saying? I it's do. like pouring, exactly it's like pouring thing. like the you have a glass cup and you got water, like the, the glass cup doesn't have any any um content, right? Yeah, right. But the water itself is fluid. It takes shape of whatever it comes into contact with. Mm -hmm. So we, us people, are the water. We are the water. So the whatever we come into contact with, consistently enough, those those contents they fill up and they take shape into whatever it comes into contact with. So whether whether you say we're gonna be led to a place or eventually get to a place where we won't have to be governed. There's gonna be some type of natural sh- order that takes shape. You disagree? No, no. <clears throat> well, if it's possible, and you talk about this natural order, then you go by the natural order of look where we're at right now with keeping everyone alive. We're we're going completely against every natural order there is. We can't let people die in this Western culture. You have to live. I want you in a fucking retirement. I'm gonna care if you're a vegetable. You're staying on that ventilator. Like we fuck with natural order all the time. Vaccine. I'm not saying. Every vaccine, I'm not saying vaccines are bad at all, but just use an example and not as you have to say that. Vaccines or anything to keep us alive prolonged is fucking with nature to the heaviest. What I mean, we might expand a consciousness past gut being governed. You're still working with nature. Like there's definitely an archetypical order for us to be governed. But if the ones who govern expand their consciousness past the idea of power government, when they're just keeping the order of things as nature would, then okay. you're just chilling. Then you're going in a more okay. natural sense. Not in the I'm, I am president, meaning I am, and then you get the whole accolades with it. It's like, yo, I run this faction. I I give perspective into this faction that it's all agreed upon, but I'm really a, I don't know, a carpenter. You know? You're not a, because <laughs> once you're a fucking politician, 
you now become the archetypical. You don't have to go wake up to a nine to five. You do this all this. You, all you do is try to get influence and attention. It's all, and come on, we don't know the game. It's like, hey, I'll tell you this to your face and do what they want me to. Like, come on, man. Like, we don't believe that's the facts. That's what it is. Like, that would be a more which is karmic law. Like, there was a one point in, in Eastern philosophies, like in Hindu religions, back in the days where the caste system before it became an economical world it worked because if you the idea was understanding reincarnation where if you were born into a family of street sweepers that's what you did and you were the best at it but the rest of your time cuz you went through the natural order you did what you did and then you devoted to god or whatever their god was at the time krishna really and the mahabharata <laughs> but and then Eventually, as it became a more economic world where the outside of their culture had to influence them so heavy with economics that now it's like, oh, the king is more powerful. Then at one point, it was just, I'm going to be the best king as a king would in a godly sense for all creation equal, not the power king where I am king, you are famine. <laughs> that shit that eventually starts to occur. And now we live in governments like that. We're literally, I mean, JFK himself is, is quoted as not even knowing that the Great Depression existed. And he was a president. And the reason he never knew it existed is because his family was so well off that he wouldn't know it existed. But he was president. So, like, think about now people that are president that have no understanding of what true America or the only one American people outside their immediate self and experience. How the fuck do they represent everyone? Who are they actually representing? Really? Who are they really representing? I don't want to go to war. You know what I mean? If, hey, you're going to listen, I got a crazy, I got a part that like, yeah, you want to strap me up, put me back in, let's go. But I don't have any animosity towards anyone whatsoever. The fuck are you going to tell me that I shouldn't like them? Because they're going to threaten our democracy. The fuck do you do to every country that exists if they don't want freedom? Fuck out of here. But listen, if you have a Call of Duty account and American flag hanging, got to be prideful, brother. You know? So... <laughs> If the human shit gets in the way, which it's natural, but that's why I think all these like religions and all this mythology and shit wasn't it? It was the understanding to keep all our human nature in check because they didn't have distractions and their number one intention wasn't just financial acquisition. Which when I say that, I'm not even at a point of hating on it anymore. I've come to full blown acceptance. I used to be like mad about that shit. Now I get it. I get it because I've learned more. And it's to me, it's like. Back in the days, they they were doing it because they they were still dealing with themselves entirely. They didn't wake, grow, live in a life of distraction, of forget video games, playing outside like that because they didn't live in a culture where their parents were at work all day. Like the evolution of human wasn't just in society like the way it is now. It like the dawn of our consciousness and our psyche is the same exact as our physiological self, and we neglect it because we live in such a objective, material driven world. That we forget all that. And we have no idea the influence on all this shit. That if you if your sole intention is of financial growth, you're going to unconsciously do some nefarious shit to others because you don't even know what human humane feeling is because it's all of financial growth. I'm not saying everyone who does is evil either. Many people have themselves in check. Maybe their financial growth is of helping others because that's another thing. You could be all financial help, build a business that actually helps people. That's cool. You know, I don't know if it, it happens. I don't know if it's as much as I'd like it to be, but even me liking things to be, what is that? So that's the way I see it. Like we got to keep shit in check and that's what all those things are doing. And now we don't have gods. We have celebrities and politicians. 
So my, you, you said you said this. You said that um, always mess with natural order. You know, like putting right. people on ventilators and stuff like that. Mess with natural order. Um, when you plant a seed, mm-hmm. yeah, is yeah. that is planting a seed messing with natural order? Oh well, uh, oh, you could be real fucking uh, reductionist right here and say it is because you're taking it from something and putting it in. But it is okay. the natural thing of the seed to grow. Like a seed, no, because a seed, no, you because now you're just doing agriculture. Because a seed will drop from a tree and just start growing. That's okay. how we actually came about agriculture. Because as hunter-gatherers, we noticed that could happen. Okay. So we tried it ourselves. So is watering that seed messing with natural order? No, nah, it needs it to grow naturally. Oh, okay. okay. Things okay. need to be nurtured just as nature at the same. Okay, so... When you say messing with natural order, when you think about ventilators and you said vaccines and stuff like that, I'm not speaking for vaccines or anything like that, but I'm saying though, if you have the ability to prolong life and evolve out of whatever condition it is, excuse me, or whatever condition or disease it is that you're in and evolve and become build a resistance to it, why not? Oh, that's yeah, evolution. Yeah. Like that's 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 that is the natural yeah. like that is the natural order. Oh, well, that because that's what I was thinking too. The where we're at is a natural unfolding of things. So, so they, we're, oh, I'm all we're all da- driving it back to when you said going back to no longer being governed as people, and I'm saying that we the people are fluid. So we're going to eventually things are going to naturally take a shape. Things are going to naturally come in an order. Things are going to naturally. You know, become a little bit more uh, uh, pronounced. Just naturally, just just how things work. That's we how fluid we are well, as check, people. Is what I'm saying. So check this out, because now I'm thinking about it like this. Because I, I hear what you're saying. It's like maybe if if what I think I'm saying and what I'm about to explain is the same thing. Where it's think about if okay, take a deep breath, bro. Because yeah, you know it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot to wrap our heads around. To not need to be governed, right? How many people? Do you think wake up and go to work and then come home? You know, and maybe they go to their son's sports teams, their sporting, all that stuff, right? Millions. So where is the being governed there? Other than when it's election day and then when those days occur and then when mailings or emails are coming by or, you know, where's the governing occur? They're not waking up going shit, you know, and and of course there are some people. Like shit, I'm gonna shoot a bunch of people today, or I'm gonna slap some, I'm gonna uh, steal from the like all that shit that they try to stop gonna occur. You know, the governing part, from what I see, is at a point where it's just like we're building a sandcastle because it's like where, you know, all the governing parts can be privatized, where they'll actually because this is where competition works because then they're gonna be better. Because they need to be. Because if I go to the state's DMV, I have to wait no matter fucking what. They don't have, they have, might have another location that's packed, you know. But if it's like, yo, if we could be more efficient, business is better. That's where I believe in the capitalistic part, you know, because then the governing is on those entities that is a government, then by the people to make sure everyone's in check. That's the checks and balances that the entities. That we that you'd prov- that would provide the jobs and the services are in check by the people that work for them. So you could still make all your buku dollars, but you can't exploit. 
You know, if you're the best in the town, you're going to make your money, no doubt. But you don't have to exploit, you know. And then it comes down to greed. You know, not everyone's got to be Bezos, but if everyone wants to be Bezos, we all got to be exploited. I need uh, you need to take as much because if everyone wants to be Bezos, that means all of us that aren't have to be exploited because that guy's got fucking billions. You know, like everyone's going to have to have less because they have to have more. Unless we finally admit that this whole money thing is bullshit and we print it anyway and it's all digitized. And literally at this point, we're at such a point where it doesn't even exist that it doesn't even exist. How does it exist? I, you know, I don't know about you, but I see fucking digits go into an account and then I see it leave. And the only time it exists, if, if something doesn't get paid on time, something gets shut off. But then where's the existence? It's just energy moving energy. Like, do we really need all this? Well, because I want a yacht or I want this or I want this or I want this. And I get these all just things. And I'm just talking. I'm not stating. I'm just stating on it. But when we want all these things and we live in a marketing society that's constantly telling you you're not good unless we're going to constantly need to buy these things. And then I'm going to constantly need to be in debt. And I'm going to constantly need to be and I'm constantly need to be never able to think about all this shit that I'm actually spewing here. Because I don't got the time for that. I've just been home for a fucking year of work to have all these fucking crazy thoughts. You know? Because like, that's the way I see it, that we're on sand and it's going to collapse. It's going to collapse because it was all built on stolen shit anyway. You, you know, know, I, hold on I, a second. We'll I, finish, I this finish this rant real quick. Finish this rant real quick. You know, when they say shit about like a like a build, like I don't know how hold this ancient thing, but like building on like a native burial ground isn't a good thing. Like it brings spirits and shit. Yeah. Look what United States of America is in Canada. And really everything that expanded after. You know? So like, if you ever hear that and have any belief into it, well. But at the same time, it's all perfect the way it is. You know what I mean? Because what are you going to do? You know? So it's, 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 it's definitely a red, it's definitely a red history for sure. Yeah. That's what I was saying. But um, what I was going to say is... um. <laughs> totally blew my mind. Totally blew my mind. I um, no, it's not. No, I was gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna ask. You, I was gonna ask you a question. It was in reference to um something something that you were saying. But um, you said you was gonna finish the rant. But um, which damn. one about the money digits? What's real? Do we even need it? Like, what's going on? Greed. Money be it. it, it this concept, this concept, this concept of this concept of time money not be real, but this concept of money not being real, along with this concept of time, right? Yeah. What do you think about the what about the our perception of time? We create it thousand percent. Like twenty, are we need sleep, and that's the only reason time exists past that is it's for us to be structured beings to be somewhere just to agree upon with someone else really for business without it you didn't need time no one needs time you want to stay up for three days creating a creating a fucking content in a business and make the money like you just did that like that's or you can wait three months you could take three years you know like all these big wigs say like like elon musk is big for saying this like the amount of time you give yourself is how long it'll take you know if you want to write a book you say give me this year you take a year if you want to write three days you take three days and a lot of times that's why external pressure will work. Like, oh, the bills are due. Now I got to go do it. You know, like, oh, my test is tomorrow. Now I'll cram the studying. Like, that's why that external pressure works. Because time is literally just created for us other than sleep because our body happens to need that. It's one of the phenomenons. 
is that it's for structured for, to be somewhere doing something for something else. And that's all it is. And then we put the, again, now we trade it in where it's like, oh, I'm trading in X hours for X dollars for X life, thinking that is life. And if that's cool, it's cool. Do you think if you're happy, you're having fun, live a beautiful life with a good family. It's cool. I'm saying that's where it is. The construct of it is so expanded. Now look at with time where I think we'll get to a point where it's like, like, for instance, think about 1920. I don't write a letter to someone and wait fucking three weeks to get it back. You know what I mean? Now <laughs> I can literally, if I want something, if I'm in this conversation with you right now and I go, you know what? Yeah, I need that. I can go on Amazon and have it tomorrow. I might have it today tomorrow. when the time is out. You know what I mean? Sure. I can sh shoot someone a call. I can shoot it. That's what I love about when people are like, oh, I miss you. Shut the f Call me. You miss me. <laughs> Come on. Cut this shit. Call me, sweetheart. I live three hours away. What do you miss? You miss <laughs> fleeting states of, of emotion that all of a sudden, oh, remember that? I'm going to sex. And that's everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's everybody. But that's what I think of time. It's uh, Now with the digital age, what even is it? Like it's It's literally just an agreed upon to be somewhere, to do something for something that's you now the million dollar question is this because it's 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 simply a yes or no question for me pretty much it's probably not for me <laughs> no 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 but, but the question is um it's pretty it's i know it makes sense to me and i and i'm standing for a moment it's nobody and nobody has just to change my mind it is perception reality what is perception reality? Mm. Is reality perception? I don't think that's an yes or no question. Because I think okay. that perception is a subjective reality, not concrete reality. Because I could take 20 people and show them a movie or a piece of artwork or listen to a music and get 20 different responses. So what's real? Great question. What's real? So here's the answer to the question. There's only one answer because there's only one correct answer. And that correct answer is my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Which is perception is reality. That, well, yeah. You, yeah, yeah you and I'm going to tell you why. You see this microphone that you're holding? Yeah. That's perception. You see them headphones that you got on? Yeah. That's perception. The clothes you're wearing, these phones and these these devices that we're talking on is perception. Your current position in life is perception. Your very existence is perception. This conversation that we're having is perception. Yeah. Because we are using the words that we have been taught that we perceive to be the way that we each communicate. Perception is reality because somebody said that we need a device to talk on, right? So this is what I perceive this device being. This is what I perceive this device coming and looking and functioning like. Now you can speak into a microphone. My perception is reality. I need to create a device where people can listen to sound vibrations just in their ears and not out loud on a big box. So you know what? This is what I perceive that being is your headphones, right? So now if you are getting, if you are getting a job, if you are getting a job, right, you have to sell the people on who you think they are and why you're the best candidate. And their perception of what you're selling determines whether you get that job or not. So your their perception or the perception that you create for them affects your reality. Do you get the job? Do you not get the job? Now, do you you may think that you have the job, 
but you in reality you don't have the job because the perception of others didn't allow that to change. That's so, right there where the subjective part comes in. Because I, 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 everything you said until it's you're gonna get the and job. Then your follow up you question is what is real, right? Yeah. Perception is reality. Yeah, well, it, yeah. I mean, it's right there. It's that. That's that's the that's where every, like the paradox of it all. You know, that's where it is because that's at least all this understanding of this uh, things in which we can't see that I like to learn about. It's all a paradox. <laughs> that's literally the point. Like, and the great way it's explained to that I came to thought about it with um, last podcast I had was. It's like the birth the yogi? of a child. Yeah. Um, Sam, Sam Talley. The yogi. Yeah, healthy mama yogi. Healthy mama yeah, yogi. It was, <laughs> it was a great conversation. Yeah, right? Make sure, make sure, make sure we tab that. Make sure what we tab that and you put that in the clip and tag All it. Right, I'm actually gonna write that down. Just that one, because I don't do that at I you know for a while I was like, yo, I should start timestamp. I had all these ideas. I was going to do this whole big wig podcast shit. And I was like, I don't want to do any of it. All I want to do is have a conversation. <laughs> that's all I want to do is have a conversation. Like, so that's what I do until someone eventually is like, wow, you have a hundred, 200 episodes out. Give me $10 and I'll do something for you. I'll be like, sure. Until then I'm not doing a damn thing, but oh, um, dog in it. what the fuck was I saying about that? What were we talking about? It was time stamping the, uh, the name drop, but the perspective, Oh, the paradox. We are there. Yeah. Paradox. Oh, the mother. Right. So the birth of a child into a loving mother is the exact paradox of the unconditional love yet brings the absolute fear of the loss of it. So with that unconditional love comes with absolute fear. That's the paradox. That's the explanation of God and Satan being the exact same. The opposite sides of the same coin. Hmm. And I say loving mother because obviously there's many mother, like whatever the situation is that they can't be there. You know, that's not a judgment or anything. It's just what it is. You know what I mean? But that's the the paradox of it. It's like all things like when we're attached to this world, we are so attached to an outcome that if it doesn't come in the way we our selfish desires want, oh, see how that happens for people. Doesn't usually work out too well. There's not many that take a loss it's usually those who love their process. That's what everyone says about loving the process. It's literally just being with the moments. It's, that's detaching from worldly desire by just loving everything you're doing, being with yourself. And those are the people like, hey, yeah, I took the loss. You know, just love the fact that I'm here. Love being. Those are, to me, like the, even if you want to say words like winners and losers, like that's to get it, you know. But Or you can have the material objective outlook of Michael Jordan where it's like, awesome he's the, and i get y'all he's jordan don't get me wrong what i'm about to say is just of a personal aspect of things of like you know you watch his documentary he still holds on to what someone in ninth grade told him and like hey some people have the idea that that's what drives a champion no doubt me personally <laughs> i don't you know i i don't i don't like i wouldn't but i'm also not fucking michael jordan so like everything i say trust me like i get i counteract it all in the head just the way I look at it, I'd rather be like a Bodie Miller aspect dude, Olympic champion who's like, I don't give a fuck if they give me gold or not. I, how I perform is how I perform. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's that aspect. That's uh, that's some shit I think on. With that, the paradoxes of things. So perception is sub- not reality. Well, it's subjective reality. Because what I perceive and believe of self 
doesn't mean you have mm. to, you know what I mean? Uh, and what I th- like, I could, cause once I start being my persona, which is who mm. I think I should be for you and the, what the world wants mm-hmm. to see, that's a neurosis. Now I just gave myself a neurotic neurosis where I'm not anything of myself. I'm the persona Lou, this, whatever everyone else sees this person as I am now, which isn't me, mm-hmm. you know? That's why when people get so caught up with like fat shaming and, and bullying, it's like, unless you're getting beat up every day physically and it's just words you're getting, Jesus, wow. I grew up like sticks and stones might break my bones and words will never hurt me for a reason. Like they're words. Words hurt, no. Words hurt. But no. if you allow them, that's what I'm like. Yeah. I get it. They do hurt. They can hurt. But if you allow them, like anything external to you, you are allowing to affect you. And I don't mean that like unconsciously things arise, right? Where someone could, you could be having a great day, whatever. Someone says some shit and you're boom. And this is me talk. I've been like, oh, oh, then you can start to realize you get to the points. You start working on yourself. You're like, oh, I just laughed at this person who normally I would get into mode. Oh, it's working. All right. Bet. And you sort of see, like you said, your perception creates your subject. I said subjective, but creates your reality because now Whatever's with that person's with that person. I don't have to be angry Lou anymore. Where I'm pissed off all the fucking time and you better well, watch out. I'm coming too, bro. I'm fucking angry Lou. Like, uh, you see the guy and like, you bump shoulders. You bump my shoulder? Oh, sorry, bro. I didn't realize who the fuck you were. Jesus, relax yourself. You're so tough. But if someone says a fucking little word, you're throwing off your handles. What is tough then? Being able to take a beating? All right. I could take a couple. Then I'm tough. Cool. What is tough then? You know what I mean? Words... Uh, they're powerful, but they're also not if you don't allow them to be. They're powerful. It's a, it's a, it's like a teacher-student thing where you a, a teacher's got to be a student just as a student's got to be a teacher. You know, the student's got to be a teacher to themselves, but also teach the teacher how to be a student to the student they're teaching. Yes, and that's taking that shit in. Like, oh, it's me, not this other person. They're living their life. How do I know that the guy who just cursed me out's mom just didn't die yesterday and he's dealing with that? How do I know he just come home from work and his best friend's banging his wife? And I'm mad that he cursed me out. I don't have to live with that. I got to hold that in now if I take it in, though. And maybe we get into a fight. God forbid someone dies. Oh, now everything's sad. Well, if I could handle my emotions and myself a little more, this wouldn't occur. But we live in a reactionary society where everyone blames everyone and expects everyone to be a certain way. And that's never going to happen. So here we are. So how do you deal with that? I take it all in. Everything's within. Any single time I was the last time you had to. Was the last time you had to slap somebody, punch somebody, put somebody in their place? You let your emotions get 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 ahead of you. Not in a long time. Not really. Not like now. Actually, when I was living in Astoria, if this kid that I was screaming at was confrontational, we would have went to blows. But he, he's a bait. Like he's a soft person. So I literally screamed him into his room. Like we lived together, but I screamed him into his room. And like a chai, see, I, I can get in the mode. And, you know, but if he was one to throw blows, we would have went. That was the last time I got fucking, and that was 2020. Seriously. And the time I was just talking about, when I was living in Manhattan, I was walking across the street and this dude bugged out because this is perception, right? My cross signal, and you know Manhattan, obviously. But the <laughs> my, cross, <laughs> my cross signal is giving me the go hand. And I know this. He's making the, the the left. So I'm walking. His is broken and says, don't go. So he gives me a beep, rolls down the window. Even when it says not to go, you fucking idiot. And I just came out of a meditation. I'm sh- I was like, I laughed at him. Because I'm like, what? Why are you so mad, bro? 
I also had a knife in my waistband because at this point I still carried a knife. I don't do it anymore because I believe you're inviting it. And I was also <laughs> like, I could stab you to death right now in your tinted windows and nobody would know. That came after the laughter. The laughter came first. So I was like, huh, what? And then all of a sudden I noticed the emotions start to rise up of, and then I said, Lou, you won, dude, chill. You did it. And then I turn around, I see, oh, his shit's broken. I knew in my reality, it's okay to go. In his, I'm being the dick. And maybe he's having a bad fucking day. Like I said, I don't know what his world's like, but that's how I handle it. You always got to take it in. Otherwise, you'll be the guy on fucking the news stabbing people because they said something to you. You know what I mean? You'll be the, like, come on, people. How tough everyone wants to be because they're number one in Call of Duty where they go to the fucking shooting range and shoot at a fucking target that doesn't move and they're badass. Oh, tough guy. That's where we're living, you know? Even I'm a professional athlete so I can score points. Great. That's amazing. You have tons of skills. I love it all. Doesn't make us all tough. And then what is tough? If we can, if we can take a physical beating without throwing a punch, I think that's tough. If you could take a beating without throwing a fucking punch and let it take it, that's tough. Give it to me. Give me your pain, your anger, because I'll be your fucking mirror. And when you're done with me, maybe you'll look at yourself. And if not, I did all I can for you. That, to me, would be tougher. That's Other that's than- tough. But what about the tough, the toughness of handling tough losses, you know? In what sense? What What's a tough loss? Well, again, tough, too, like- tough losses, just tough losses in big games, you know? People dealing with success. People dealing oh, with failure. That's phys- that's like the that. attachment. That's the attachment to that. But when that- we talk about tough, like, you know, now we got to give it conscious, give it context. You know, what a, in what situation does this is this toughness is this toughness uh, uh, being applied? You talk about physical toughness aspects. there. Mm-hmm. No, but in all aspects, it's always with yourself. Like, because if you're going to pursue something, right, and you expect a certain desired results to occur and they don't and you blame everything else, well, you're fucked. You're never going to get better unless you live with this revenge attitude and now you're on top and you have to live with that. That's going to make you successful. Cool. But if you have the other aspect of it's all on me, you might take that into lesson, learn there's no failures. You keep going forward in life until you find it. You know. Also, if you're equating yourself with these external results, right? I'll be when, and you don't get that when, you might get lost in the sauce. And it might fuck your world up. You know, you might be that that the kid who has a ton of aspiration to be a whatever, a professional athlete, and maybe they get injured and then they thought they were the professional athlete. Now they're not. And then who you thought you were your whole point, you're not. Now you gotta reinvent your whole self because we're attached to this external desire of who we think we are. And we're always backed up our whole lives because I'm born into Lou Bombardier in this life, these things occur, and then you become the caricature or whatever you thought you were. And, you know, and that's the way it is because you're about around a bunch of other people that are constantly doing that for you, constantly telling you who you are. You know, you're going to be this, you're doing this, you're doing the blah, 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 whatever it is. You know, you're wrong, you're right. You know, it's how we operate. You know, like I was saying earlier about the negative and positive charges. But to understand all that and then see it as the game, you can start to create it more because you're more in control of it because you're actually trying to find a deeper meaning of yourself, whatever that is for someone. You know, and then you go about life and it's not like, oh, I feel this way because society says I should be doing this and I'm not. And now it's too late or whatever comes with it. You know what I mean? Or I let my parents down. They let you down by thinking you had to do something to be other than yourself. You know, 
And that's when we get all caught up in shit. So at what point in one person's life do you think they, they really have a, 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 a grasp on who they are as an individual? That's that's up to them. I mean, that's that's the whole thing of this rebirth, this this uh this cycle of life and death we do. It could be a like a this is a way uh, one of these Buddhists explained life cycles, how long we've been doing this. So if, if you believe in reincarnations and births and the fact that your answer to your question would be it could take any moment, it could take a hundred lives, it could take one life, it's going to eventually happen, right? Is that you have a pyramid of granite that's a mile wide, a mile high. And every 300 years, a falcon with a silk scarf in its mouth comes by and st- scrapes the top of that mountain. And by the time that mountain gets down to its nub of nothingness is how long we've been doing this. That's the explanation. So, you know, we could have been doing this conversation like 300 BC somewhere. If you subscribe to that. (laughs) If you subscribe to that. Yeah. So it could take Fred. It could take usually though in real out it can have traumatic there's events. There's a granite a mile wide, a pyramid, pyramid a mile wide and a yeah. mile high. Yeah. Every how many years? 300 years? Yeah. The falcon comes by or whatever bird and, holding the and silk just, scarf. And just brushes the top. Just brushes the top. And that silk cloth is supposed to get this thing down to nothing. Yep. That's exactly how long it's been. That we've been existing that we've been doing this and see that's how hard and this is, is a logical... you said this is a buddhist this is a buddhist, yeah, I believe it's um, an old like buddhist yeah i believe it's an old buddhist parable that's how you know, what is that... the what is the what is the what is the what is the meaning of this because you see how hard it is for our logical radical thinking mind to even conceive that idea mm. that's it it's the paradox it's irrational it's not we're, we're trying to conceive this understanding and mystery of things because that's what we do mm. that's what humans do we took from controlling fire to being able to talk from different states, to fly in the sky, to go to space, dude, <laughs> to be in fucking space. That's what we do. That's what we do here as humans. You know? You know, I used to have that that thought and I used to panic. I used to panic about it. Like we're just floating. In, like we're just floating in air. There's no floor, there's no ceiling. Dude, I don't we're even think floating. I exist. I'm at the point where this is it's getting to points where this is this is dreaming. But I, all I've been doing for the last year is meditating and studying into things and training. Like this is I'm fine at this point. I'm getting to points where like none of this exists. It's all this regurgitated shit we're trying to do, play the game, lift it all up. I gotta do this, you gotta do that. We so you just elevated to a different realm, is what you're I saying. Don't, I'm not I don't at all. Cause then even me say that that is some grandiose superiority divisive idea of myself compared to everyone else. I'm just here. I don't so think... wait, wait. So you telling me that you haven't elevated to the realm is what you say? No. Nah, because if I'm you don't, a... if you're not, if you're not here, your mind must be warped in some other realm or some other dimension that, you, that this meditation is taking meditation. you. This meditation is taking you to. So you what, connect, what are we doing? What are we doing? Here? Come on, now. you connect the opposites, which is you bring the mind into the heart. That's what you do. You connect the opposites. You bring the mind into the heart. And then you're in a whole nother world. So you ain't answering my question though. Is you <laughs> are you have you uh, hold on. I'm elevated? gonna make everyone that ever comes on ever again listen to this just because they have to 
tell me to answer their question the way you do because I always do this with people and afterwards it's like yeah and I honestly think people have no idea what I just said they just go with it so I love the <laughs> fact that you're just like yo answer the fucking question <laughs> <laughs> so do you are you elevating to another to another realm is what I'm asking you <laughs> <laughs> All right, because yeah, I have is, a I have a follow up question. Yeah, this is where the paradox comes into play. If I say yes, then I have this grandiose idea. Not even grandiose. I have this idea of an objective aspect of me elevating into something that's still part of the whole game of things. So I'll say yes to have the game of things because I am definitely in a higher intellectual driven self than I was 10 years ago when I was sitting in a fucking McDonald's parking lot for five hours waiting for an Oxycontin to show up. Right. I mean, much different. I can think now with a fucking ferocity when back in the day I thought about being on Oxycontin, being off Oxycontin, being on. That was my day. You woke up like, nah, I'm not doing it today. By no lunch, you're getting the numbers back. You're hitting the text. You're getting another blue by three o'clock. You're high. That was the day every day for you. You know, for that Coke, all that bullshit. So, yeah, definitely higher elevating in that sense. Sure. In the human game. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, being that you're in another, you're in another dimension, like you're in another level of consciousness. <laughs> yeah. When you dream, when we dream, where do we go? Like, what is that? The dream is your unconscious natural self telling you things, trying to talk to you, trying to speak to us. And it's language is symbolism. That's the dream. The dream is the un, is the natural process of the psyche unraveling that's usually trying to communicate with our conscious self. That's why you have an ego structure in your unconscious that is you perceiving it. It's a weak ego conscious that re regresses into the unconscious when you go to sleep. When you go to sleep, your consciousness loses its strength so that ego doesn't die. It regresses into the unconscious where the dreams occur. And that's why uh, dreams are very irrational. And its language is symbolism. That's why the ancient Greeks said, once man figures out symbolism, man will figure out life. That's what all that meant. Not that fucking aliens came in and gave us knowledge. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm calling any Greeks though, Lou, but I will say this. Egyptians, ancient Egyptians. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so... Who became the? What I'm saying here. here is this: um, You ever been in a dream, and you are aware that you're in a dream? Yeah, that's the ego conscious. That's what I'm saying. That's your ego consciousness. Yeah. yeah. Okay, stronger, Mr. Freud. Being stronger. Nah. Yeah. Well, Freud. You know, I like Carl Jung a little better, but I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Carl. Carl who? Marx. Jung. What? Carl Marx is the communist. Carl Jung is the mystic, psychological, analytical, psychological, mystic genius. Oh, this guy sounds like Dr. Strange. Okay, he's a mystic master of the mystic arts. Okay, your man is out here opening up. <laughs> so yeah, no respect to whatever he does. Um, <laughs> this person does. Um, so no, no, no. You've been in a dream. Have you ever felt in a dream like you felt? I believe so. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Actually, I can tell you for sure because I remember when my when my uncle died is when I would like, I mean, I'd wake up his like almost traumatized as if it happened right in front of my eyes type shit like yeah being with a girlfriend just wake up hysterically crying so yeah you yo yeah, yeah. yo yo um dude 
like you ever felt in a dream though like not it like it's not like when you wake up you felt oh, you're like, being in the dream you're feeling you in the dream like you are feeling this yeah again that's your your no. consciousness why what happened where, where do you think we are at that point i told yeah it's, where it's, are we in our unconscious that's where we are are and we still un- are we still here yes. are we still here yes we right like, here oh who's wait what all right so what who is where is your physical body in this mystical realm do you leave no, your bed no your physical no. body your physical exactly. body is still in the bed so that you fell asleep who is in. what but where is that where do you go so who are we you go to your ego what we all perceive our, ourselves to be see who is who has created this idea of the ego that you're talking about oh, what is well, this ego that, that, you're that goes back to you see how many pieces you got to define just to tell the story ego our ego but I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Oh, well, I'll tell you. Ego is all basically... It's it, Ego is the the working mechanistic function of consciousness, meaning that which you are conscious of is of the ego, right? The ego will, br- will help assimilate things into consciousness. So like you associate, I, Lou, am not the same ego that was tw- that was how old am I th- 23 blowing pills doing all that wild shit it's the same physical well even that changes but it's a stronger ego consciousness than the same that I have those memories I can feel back into them right I can regress back into them but they're not this right now because I've assimilated the darker aspects if you will the shadow contents into a self to be able to handle and maneuver through things because I strengthened my ego consciousness. I didn't repress it with further drug use and running from that which we can't see and handle. So the ego is all you are conscious of, really. And your persona is that which you assume a position. For instance, like, I am Lou the powerlifter, you know, and then you become a powerlifter and that's your fucking whole identity. You became a persona, you know. That, that's those things. Yo, man, I just, I just think the word universe is very restrictive, and I think that I've had some dreams that felt really real. Yo, son, that's way you said that right with dreams. That's how people would, a lot of people feel on a psychedelic experience. Where it's like, I go to a whole other world. Yo, yo, and I'm not saying you have one. I'm not. This isn't me saying like I'm not trying to sell you. I'm just telling you like that's where I can have the exact same understanding. Where like. Your consciousness is so far into a whole nother realm, but you know you are as an identity are there. So then the structure of who you think you are diminishes because you're in a whole nother reality, but you're not in this reality you always perceive to be. And if you can bring that into your uh, consciousness, you assimilated it. Have you ever been to a place in a dream that you haven't recognized? Or do you think the yeah. places that we... Do you think the places that we go to the places that we are in our dreams are our of what we think in those places would look like. No. Based on the type of information that we've collected in this no. consciousness. No, I believe there can be content within the dream that you've never experienced, but the collective unconscious of all humankind, the genetic code of the psyche of all humans would occur. So I could be in a cave. Like we're on like were you saying we're on connected like the world wide web? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like inception, like we just jump into each other's dreams. No, not in that sense. That like what someone experienced in your lineage a hundred years ago, you feel and prior. That's the biological aspect. 
genetically, it's cyclically same. Same. The collective part, you have a personal, a transpersonal, and a collective. The personal is everything you've personally experienced that you've repressed in your life. That could have been like me being short and fat growing up, repressed feelings, molestations, any things that occur that you repress. That's a personal. Transpersonal is your lineage, like your family. Things that might occur to my pops that I, he didn't, that I didn't happen to me, but through him, his not working with an expression to myself, I now feel down the whole lineage that shit occurs. Then the collective, mm. the collective is all human existence. That's why there's so many archetypical things, meaning like there's pyramids all over the world. Now, if you want to subscribe to this idea that some advanced civilization always comes from Earth and gives us everything and they're the God, cool. Or you can understand the unconscious, the collective unconscious where we all stem from, where you can call that God, the collective creation part of ourselves that creates very similar synchronistic things across all regions and cultures because it comes from the same collective unconscious. That's where we go in dreams when our ego goes into those things and you're like, yo, I experienced all this shit in a dream. That not so strong ego conscious experienced everything that can be either in a personal unconscious, transpersonal unconscious, or collective unconscious in your dream. Because dreams are not rational. They're not in the borders of consciousness. There's no division. You could be flying in a dream as a human. How does that make sense? I could jump from building to building. You're doing the most obscure shit. It's not rational. And it's language. You want to learn how to de decipher your dreams is symbolism. Go learn folklore. Go learn myth, 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 mythology. Go learn the religions, <laughs> theology. You got to learn symbolism. You got to learn what the fuck they all meant, what Thor meant when he said, if man learns symbolism, he will learn life. That is the Thor? Thor. 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 T-H-O-T-H, I believe, the one of the ancient Greek gods. Thor. Thor. I'm terrible pronouncing things because this fucking New York accent. When I'm reading the Bhagavad Gita, it sounds like a fucking idiot screaming on 42nd Street sometimes. I got to say some of these words. I feel so disrespectful. Swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude. Well, I don't even remember what the original question was. <laughs> yeah, I won that one. <laughs> first time. Yeah, that's, that's, that's uh, uh, yeah. I knew I'd get you on one of them. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was something about dreams. It was definitely about dreams. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. I was asking, where do we go? And, no, that's it. Know, no, that's the ego. Those three. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what it is. Ego is still you, just in a. No, actually, the original question was what. I, what I had asked before you went on was, um, do you think like the places that are unrecognizable to us in our dreams, like our actual places that we um kind of like made up even though we've never been there because I asked you if you've ever been to a place that you haven't recognized in your dream you said yes and I'm saying is that from a database of things that we've experienced in the consciousness that we kind of create in our dreams because I was saying that yo when I dream like if like I have had dreams that felt very real like I was there yeah I, I remember them I was there and it affected your your conscious life I was there. But I'm saying, did it affect your conscious waking life to the point the way you're explaining to me is like, yo, this is something that happened. As if as it, if it does influence my decisions because it so brings it was real. It it brings the past, it brings a piece of the past right into like full circle. Like it might put a, a missing piece into the puzzle. Yeah. Might tell me about my present, might be something that I try to see my I, I foresee. Yeah. In you know, so you gotta figure it out without learning anything about dream depictions, honestly, because that's that's what it is. 
Like we take respect to our dreams. We can see the future. It's not rational. Dream doesn't know time. You might be with your future self in a dream. But the dream, what do you mean the dream doesn't know time? There's no rationality in dream. It's nature. It's unfolding. It's unraveling. You're not consciously waking up going, I'm going to go do this. No one's trying to take your attention. You are in sleep. What is actually going on? The most natural unfolding of a psychic process. If you dream it and you know you're sleeping, then you know what's going on. What do you mean? What do you mean? In the dream? How does knowing you've never been in a dream? And know you're in a dream. No, I know. I but I'm saying though. So when you go to sleep, are you going? All right, tonight I'm gonna go here in this dream. No, but sometimes I try to talk myself into dreaming about something. That works. Yeah, you're preconditioning yourself for sleep. Yeah, you're talking to the unconscious part. That's the. It don't work. It doesn't work. All right. So the um, you're trying to make the natural process. You could try to sway it. By saying like, oh, I really want to dream tonight. Like people, like Thomas Edison did this shit with like um to make inventions and shit with uh uh give me a second, what is it called? People do it meditation. I do it all the time. I can't think of the word because I don't manifestation. No, no, it's something different. It's not the secret bullshit you see on fucking Netflix. Uh, Telekinesis. No, um, <sighs> shit. Uh, whatever it is. But what he would do, what you try to do is you get yourself in a, a dream state, but you're aware. So you sit there and you're just getting yourself, you know, you're like falling asleep, but you drop an object Trends. every time you fall asleep. Nah, it's this, um, it's something like a trance state. It's what you're getting yourself is in between the sleep, the sleep state and the unconscious dream state. Okay. And, and it just so happens things come to people in these states. For instance, like Einstein said, he did not come to the understanding of the laws of relativity and gravity by his regular working consciousness. He went to a different state of mind and brought them back. You know, that's okay, Albert. That's, you know, that's <laughs> what the guy who created a lot of what we talk about in science now, or at least figured it out and understood says him and a bunch of the others that even that's the flow state, you know, you're, you're, you're combining the opposites, you know, you just complete. But the unconscious, when you're sleeping, is the most natural process of order because you have zero say. What is swaying you? Your sleep, what you ate the night before, things of that such. The day before couldn't be into your contents of your dream. But the unraveling of such, that is all of the unconscious nature. And it's those three levels. There's like, you can look, consider them as like stratums if you want. Like, there's the personal, like I said, the transpersonal, and then the uncollective. You know, and you're, and when we go into dreams, it's just like this. Like, if I'm up here, right? And there's my ego that's talking to you right now. When we're dreaming, it just loses its strength because now I'm asleep. And it goes into the unconscious where anything could occur. Like, I don't really remember my dreams lately because I smoke too much pot. So Yo, dead ass. My dreams. You know? I tell myself every night before I fall asleep to, to remember my dream. I tell myself that every night. Remember oh, your dream. Dream analysis is a gangster that does powerful shit. Especially because, again, too, though, this is why belief's the number one thing. Because so many people can give a fuck. Like, for instance, we'll do an ancient, a, a great Carl Jung story, who is the creme de la creme. One of them. Yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's a, what a guy. Anyway, uh, so he's dreaming out all this shit, right? And he runs into this dude in, in his town. He goes, hey, Jung, you fucking, you still messing with those dreams and shit? You still doing that bullshit? And he's like, yeah, what's going on? He's like, Yo, I had this crazy dream, right? And this guy loves climbing mountains. He's a guy had this crazy dream that I was climbing the, the Alps or whatever the fuck. Because they're in 
Switzerland, right? And they're fucking climbing or whatever. He's like, yo, and I'm climbing and climbing. And I just felt so good. I felt like I could do anything and I'm climbing it. And I jump off the peak and I extend into the sky. And Carl Jung's like, I right, listen, I know you're not going to listen to me. I don't think you should mountain climb anymore. So since I know you're still going to mountain climb, at least bring a guide with you. Please don't just bring a friend, bring a guide. Because the guide has to like make sure of safety reasons. He didn't listen to him at all because the guy didn't believe in dreams whatsoever. Two months later, the guy goes for a mountain climb. He almost dies. But uh, something broke his fall. Three months after that, he goes and literally eyewitness statements. His homeboy was last seen going to reach for something off the mountain peak and just fell to his own death. So that's when the unconscious is trying to fucking tell us things. You know, we get these overzealous ideas of ourselves that we accomplish any feats. And then you make the wrong move. It's the whole idea with, uh, what is it, Pericles? When homeboy's dad was like, oh, I'll give you these wings, but don't fly close to the sun. You're going to burn. That's the same idea. We need the unconscious to keep us in check. It's actually compensatory to ourselves, you know? And that's the, that's what all this, all the things, a lot of things that happen to us are un- unconscious awareness, like breathing, talking. I'm not sitting here going, all right, brain, put these words together and these sounds and these vowels to make this noise. So I can communicate what I'm thinking. No, I'm just saying things that come to mind. That's all unconscious. You know, this me doing that is unconscious. That movement I just made because I'm Italian. I talk with my fucking hands all the time. You know what I mean? All unconscious. <laughs> when I got to take a piss next is unconscious unless I'm forcing myself to take a piss. You know what I mean? All unconscious. Yet we like to think that everything we perceive is all conscious reality, that nothing sways us at all unconsciously. People do whole studies on it. People's entire Fucking existence is based on looking into this shit. But we have such strong, superficial egos that nobody can tell me I'm being controlled. My emotions control you because I said something that you don't like and now you're mad about it. So what I said affected you. I control you until you can take what I said and it'd be nothing. Dissolve it. That's how it works. No? I'm here. You see me? Yeah. Yeah, he glitched for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's trying to somebody's trying to hit my lawn. Yeah, but um um okay. I, I hear you. You 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 put you putting it down, you putting it down. I'm 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 buying some of the things that you sell. Not all, not See, all I'm not even and I'm not even trying to sell a thing. You know what I mean? I'm just speaking. I'm not I'm just here. No, no, Half no, the no, shit no, I yeah. say like, is like what I learned. And... The things I'm buying, I have some level of agreement. The things I'm not buying. I may disagree with it a little bit, but you know, I I, I ain't gonna hate you for it. I ain't gonna start a war because <laughs> we can exist peacefully. Exactly. You know what I mean? You know, just you bring it on full circle. We going viral, man. We're like we're going viral. We're gonna I mean, I go viral. So. I think so. People ain't nobody Although, thinking about what we're thinking about. But if I go viral, I'll probably be assassinated because I'm God. What? <laughs> What? Why would you? Why would you? Imagine I just twisted it all up like that, and all of a sudden I went on this like tyrannical way and like tried to get a cult following and did a coop. And it make him drink your blood? Yeah. Why do that with everyone I sleep with anyway? What? Yeah. Why do you say these things publicly? Well, you gotta let people know. Some people are very interested in that, and then my phone call might go off the hook. You want to drink your blood? Yeah. Yo, that's they no, make man. movies about this for years, vampire movies. You don't think there's a fa- they got that uh Twilight, you know what I mean? Yeah, 
But here's the thing, though. They was they were vampires, and vampires are not real. <laughs> and so you so don't are, think people like don't so like drinking blood? You don't think real humans right now drink people. blood? Who? You don't think humans right now in existence? They are very sick. No. They are not. They are. They are not well. They are very What's sick. sick. Mentally sick. Yes. No. They are sick. And I just, you know, part I'm of not me, saying mentally. I'm not using those words. Well, I think part of me thinks I'm here to like you know help people. So if someone has a fetish to suck blood, and I happen to want to give some of my blood out, good. Because so, think about their life. They're not getting that anywhere. They don't have a Tinder for blood suckers. You know what I mean? So they got to live with themselves, and they got to fucking sit in their house. And then what they might do is they might go suck blood without consent. You know. And then there's a crime when really it's just because the goddamn they're not accepted. You know, how do I know there aren't people that love getting their blood sucked? They sit out there. They can't yeah, wait because for you can die. Like, oh, give me a mosquito. You can die. You can die. Oh, you can die from anything. Yeah, but I could drown myself. In water like right now. Blood sucked. That's what them. But, listen. I know this girls are like their ears sucked. What's what's up with that? Yeah, like that's ear not the same thing. Oh, it's not the same. That. All you're supposed to do but with an ear is talk into it. Now I got to suck on it, but I, someone can suck some blood. Listen, I'm, I'm, you know what? You are probably right. You can't put too much past. Excuse me. Pardon. You can't put anything past anybody. That's what I'm saying. But I, I, Bro, I mean, ass, you know I people mean, will show up by the hundreds at a Hyatt Regency dressed as babies. Because they met up on Facebook. Okay. Grown adult. I watched this thing the other day. This girl, right? She's 20. Okay. You know what her job is? To be a baby for a 35-year-old married man with kids whose wife knows his fetish is a baby. But he also knows it's wrong. So his baby's 20. Who identifies as a baby. So you know what they do together when they hang out? He feeds her. He changes her diaper. Okay. This exists. Now you're going to hate on the bloodsucker? What if, what if, you're going to tell me, <laughs> you're going to tell me if, like, Yo. if Beyonce came up to you and, and you still know her as Beyonce. And for whatever reason, she's coming up to DJ in the club and she's like, Yo, I want to have a bloodsucking contest with you. Do you going to say no? Yo, Lou. What the hell? You say no? Yes, I'm gonna say no. I'm probably gonna run. Damn, man, that's good for you. I'm gonna look at Beyonce like she's stupid. Like that's weird, Beyonce. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I would be like, I'm are not surprised. I honestly thought you sucked blood anyway. Talked about it on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! See, I, I can't, I can't respond. There's no way without having. There's no way I could respond. I want to a that blood panel. Really Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna. I'm not. Did you want a blood panel? Head on the corner of the block, suck my blood. I want a blood panel. Oh, make sure she's clean. Yeah, I'm not. Come on. Have, hey, listen. If they survived blood. the pandemic. If, she, if, if they survived, I survived the pandemic, the pandemic might, though. So. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> No way. Viral. Yeah. That's wild. What do you got we going did. on today? Well, it is Labor Day weekend out here in the city. 
Um, this is the only thing that I really have planned for the day. I'm, I'm already organized the schedule for what's happening for the week. We got some, um, what are your next moves in fitness and all that? Man, you know how real G's move. Okay. Um, enough said. Enough said. Yeah, I have no, I have goals. I have milestones that I'm going to meet. I'm going to be open at my own fitness space. I'm going to be open at my own gym in the city. I have in the city, yes. most likely. Because honestly, not, not I see in the city, like not in Manhattan. Where? I don't Where? know, but it could be. But no, no, but in New York. Yeah, in New York. Because there's too many bitch made fucking gyms in Manhattan. So I was going to say, too many bitch made trainers that I want to slap. You know, when we're talking about persona, talking about persona, persona Lou wants to slap 99% <laughs> of the trainers in New York. Okay. So that's it. <laughs> so for you to open a gym, I'd love that. Irregardless, so that's though, the good. That would also help my persona. Yeah, the persona. <laughs> that's <laughs> the goal. So that's the goal. Um, that's the biggest goal. That's really what I'm focused on right now. That's what's that's up. really what I'm that's, that's really what I got. That's really what I'm. What about your own like goal. fitness goals? Are you still doing like weightlifting and shit? Like you gonna are you looking at? Yeah, ever since I hurt like? my shoulder though, it's you like, know I've been point? chilling. I've been going too crazy. Like kind of like why am I doing this? <laughs> it's freaking annoying. Like, so what do you want to do with like, your own self then with uh training? You just training just like to look good, feel good, healthy. All me, that yeah, now. that's yeah. it, man. Just general health, stay athletic, yeah. man. Just keep it moving. It's like what else am I gonna do? And let me tell you, the a lot of the progress that I've made, I've I create I program for myself. I do things, and when I see how it makes me feel, I apply it to my clients. Like at the same time, while I am working myself out, I'm also keeping in mind like how this if it's effective for me, how I can make it effective for everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like mm, I like this. Let me put this combination together. Like I have those periods where I know like okay, it's working for me. I'm gonna do that. I have those periods where I'm experimenting. And, you know, I might make some crazy wicked thing in the gym, some hack or something, whatever. And I'm like, okay, boom, yeah, this works. We're going to try this out. Yeah. I do the same. I, I didn't realize that till yesterday I was writing a program for someone. I do the exact same shit. You realize, like, oh, shit works in the gym. This works you know, for this cause, for this. Boom, boom. Plug it in. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, so bro. I, like, really, I really enjoy engaging with people about this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have random people write me on my social media, DM me, and they'll be asking me questions and stuff like that. And I'd be like, wonderful. Yeah, let's talk about it, man. I, I love I love to connect, man. Like, yeah. let's talk. It's fantastic. You know, it makes my it makes my communication better. It makes me more accessible. It's just it's just it's done wonders for my for my personal business. So you know what I'm saying? I like uh, I love to talk to talk. Yeah, it is great. When you are working out, you just work out, right? Like uh I'm gonna assume because of your life growing up working out, it's just like what you do. You know, it's just part of your existence. You know, it's not like, ah, shit, got to go work out today. It's like, it's part of the existence. Is that true? 150%. Yeah. Listen, man. <laughs> Yo, if you if I could get a gang of my high school buddies, they'll tell you, I used to struggle lifting the bar, dude. This is when, this is when MySpace, this is when MySpace was hot. This is when MySpace was hot. This is the MySpace days. All I used to do I actually had a, we used to make like albums. You can make albums in, in MySpace. Yeah. You remember you used to be able to make, I'd like to say like, these are my high school picks or like these are my summer picks. Like, I used to be able to make photo albums yeah. in MySpace. So I used to do that. I used to keep track of my progress. And every night I would just do push ups, every commercial, 10 push ups, 
every commercial, 10 push-ups, every commercial. That's all I would do is push-ups. And then you would see the progress yeah. that I made. All I used to do was push-ups. And I just ever just I just fell in love with like yo. And I, I hated being the smallest guy. I'm like, yo, don't worry, son. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. And then the first time I was able to move 55 pounds, I was hyped. 95 pounds, I was like, I remember the first time I put the 45, two 45 pound plates on that joint. It's the best. 135, like, oh, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. I, I got the big plates now. You yeah, feel me? Yeah, yeah. So that's the way it is, oh, too. You man, see the 135. Ever since then, I turned into a whole different beast. Like, yeah. I turned into a whole different beast ever since then. That yeah. was like my early, like, teenage, teenage years. And like, and like the kids 14. you grew up, you could, the kids you grew up working out with. That were in and out of the gym, not the way you were in it. Are they still working out? Um, not all. No, yeah. not they're not as as in. You know, no. It I has to be more of something they have to go do, as opposed majority to majority of the people. Do. Yeah, majority of the guys. Yeah. Majority of the guys. They don't be. They don't be in the weight room. You know, sometimes they may they may like run some pickup games. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Do their little calisthenics in the yeah. park. But for the most part. A lot of my, they're not really, they're not really as much athletes as they used to be. Yeah, cause I, I asked that because I noticed the exact same thing. I had the thought the other day. I was like, yo, all the kids I grew up with, like when I was, they got it 15 is when I started. I was like, all right, if I'm going to be short, I can't be fat too. I little titties, the whole gang. Right. You know? <laughs> so same thing. I was doing three, for some reason, I got to the number 350, 350 pushups every night, every night for like, However, every night I just that's however I did it. I remember the gym, same style. I put up a third, the 35 dumbbells. My right arm, I can hold it. My left was like, What is this? and it fell. Yeah. So then I had to regress and then eventually, boom, boom, boom. But to this, like, then it'd be, I was the obsessed friend where like my friends were like, Yo, let's go to the moon. Nah, Jim, when are you going to be done? When I'm done. Like, I never had a when, like, <laughs> when a, I'm done. No, straight up, it was when I'm done. So like kids would start to follow me with it. Like, all right, we're going to go work out, go work out with Lou. Like, and just so wild, you look at yourself now, and it's like, oh, I do the gym. It's what I do. And I see the kids that were like either trailing with or it's just something they think they have to do or they don't do yep. it at all. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's why I asked because I noticed that like because of the crazy fucking mentality that fell in love with the fitness aspect, the moving, the adrenaline, all that shit, the weight, all that is like now the gym isn't like like I crave the days I wake up and I'm going. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the day I have to stop myself is I'm like, oh, today's a recovery day. Like, because with powerlifting, I come to find out you need those recovery days. I initially started with, like, fuck that. And now I'm like, oh, you need this if you really want to push this weight. So I realized I have now my nice little, my my uh, my uh days on, days off thing. And the weights, oh, I love it. I'm back. Fucking love it. And, like, I noticed that, like, <clears throat> it's just, it's inherent now. It's in you. It's just what the fuck I do until my legs get cut off, my arms get cut off. That's what I'm doing. You know, and that's right. We don't need we don't thing. need anything else to be cut off, Lou. We don't need anything else. Oh, to be I cut think off, about Lou. it all, dude, because you know, any the only constant is change. You know what I mean? <laughs> the so only constant is change. Who's to say this person here is not going to be deformed, different, or whatever tomorrow? Only I can control that. But if a bus wants to hop a curb and kill me, that's with them, not me. What am I gonna do? Yeah, that's that? some real. That's some real. This is shit that runs through my heads all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Yo, if I. If I get caught on fire, jumped out the window and hit by a bus, I got you. I'll light you up. up. Yeah, I will smoke you up. You already know that. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm taking your ashes and we're going to Harvard. You already know that. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. 
Yo, but what made you cut your hair, dude? I was just ready. I just was ready. I was like, first of all, honestly, I was getting into a phase where I'm like, I felt like I was just um, doing nothing with my life. I was just looking at my, because I, I always had like short military style with maybe a short type of beard. It was never anything broad. And that shit only occurred over COVID. And I just started doing acid, man. I didn't give a fuck. I started growing everything out. And then I was looking at myself. I'm like, bro, you're going bald. You have that typical, like, about, like if you're 40, but I'm only 32, going to be 33 soon. Like, that bald white guy, like, oval thing in the middle. Just fucking get rid of it, you know? And then I went and got my hair cut, but I kept it at, like, a little one or a two. But I was looking at myself, making fun of myself so hard. I was like, you better just shave it bald. It's time, Lou. I always knew it would be eventually. It's either I grow my hair and never cut it again or I go bald. So I'm going to fluctuate between the two of those. You know, and right now we're having fun with the bald look. So that's what maybe do. I was just ready for it. I do what I want when I want. Yo, so your brother that you brought with with you to to the event that we did, how old is he? Seven years younger. So he's whatever, seven years minus 32. 25, yeah. Damn. Yeah. The goons out here with the goons out spot. Yeah, with yeah. the goons out. Yeah, he's spot. doing great down here, dude. In Florida, finally, finally got himself a nice piece of coin. Oh, you in Florida? Yeah. Damn, son, you ain't never coming back, huh? It's Actually, I'm I'm coming back to visit the twentieth for my birthday and my brother's birthday. Oh, my mom wants to see us, so I said, "You want to see me? Buy us a ticket." She bought us a ticket. So the boat is the oh, so two of you down there. Yeah. Oh, okay. You in uh, which part of Florida? Northern Jacksonville. How far is that from Tampa? Oh, that's far. That's I don't know, no, no, like three hours. That's that's far. Well, it's not, dude, over COVID. The reason why I'm saying it's so far is because driving. we, we the reason I say it's far is because see, I met you in Virginia, Virginia but you yeah. wasn't at the one in Tampa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. The one in Tampa, but you would know, as if you go to that gym, but you're not going to that gym. What gym? I think it's M forty. I forty. M I forty. I've been there. But I don't go to it, obviously, because in Tampa. But now, nah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, nah, because I talk to people all the time about driving, and like, yo, that's a you know, because I'm going to North Carolina October first for a uh, deadlift competition with actually Sam, Yogi, and uh, Dunkle, and I'm like, yeah, Dunkle fit. Yeah, I'm like, it's only six and a half hours, and she's like, that's a long time. I'm like, dude, between like me and my brother have driven now from Arizona to New York, stops that's in far. I've driven that's from far. New York to Minnesota and back. No That's stopping. Far. 24 hours straight all the way. I'm eat up miles. I'm Pac-Man with this bitch. Are Drive from kidding? Minnesota to Arizona and back. Drove from New York to Tennessee to Louisiana to Florida back to and competed at the end of that one. Then back to New York. Driven from New York to... Dude, driving is what we like eat up mile. We have a to a science now. I, we don't stop unless a bladder is about to burst. We know when to stop. How much miles we can get for a gas tank and what podcast or audio book we got ready to crush. Like, we don't even waste time. Like... It's we utilize all our fucking energy to listen to these books that we're about to try to learn. And when I got nothing left, we just drive. We got the mute. Like, it's a fucking science now, bro. When to smoke our pot, where to keep it, what states are illegal. And if you get pulled over, God forbid, have something ready. Dude, we got it to a fucking science. Driving. Hey, yo, you, you you saying too much. You saying too much. <laughs> well, say, hey, listen, they Come know on, that man. states are illegal. You know what I mean? They don't know I what do, I mean. but I'm saying you saying too much. Don't let them know how you move. Don't let them know who they're looking for, they what they're looking for, what they got to do when they, they if they find you. You that's, know what I'm saying? We ain't got to say no more. We nah, keeping it moving. <laughs> Their job is to try to find you. Your job is to try to get rid of them. It's just the respect like that. You know what I mean? Oh, shoot. Listen, man. That's neither here nor there. We don't know what they talking about. You catch me. You catch me. Listen, you drive a Tesla. 
self-driving. I don't know who the driver yeah. is, officer. No, nah, rent a car. <laughs> I just rent a car. The fuck? My bags are right there. Where'd you find that? In the bag or in the trunk of the rent a car? Where are my bags? In the back seat? And where's that shit? In the trunk? Well, rent a car. Not my fucking problem. They didn't open the trunk when they gave me this car. Jackson. And no, I didn't look in it because I didn't need to go into the back of the trunk, officer. Why would I open a trunk to check what's in there if I didn't need to go in there? All right. I'm putting my bags in the back seat. That you have to take this up with the owner of the fucking rent a car. And this isn't the first time at Enterprise either. You have written documents that they have getting caught with drugs in their car. So, officer, this is not my fault. It's not my car. You know, do I run through this in my head all the time? God forbid. <laughs> well, well, you can't, you can't, you, you're saying too much, man. What? No, I'm just saying that's you happening. Can't give away, you can't give away the secrets. No, you happening. can't give that's away the details. Secret. That's how it goes down. Yo, less is more, man. You I don't remember. have anything See, on me for them to find anything. Don't even matter. Don't even, even don't even matter. Cause because last I checked, innocent people get <laughs> taken away all the time. Yeah, last but I'm I white checked. though, so you know, <laughs> and I have a bald head. What's up, officer? Yeah, man. Nah, I'm just going back. So yeah, fuck that, man. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Turn it to my man bit. Billy Bob. Turn it to my man Billy Bob Thornton from That's Sling it. Blade. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> from Sling Blade. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. I did it. That's me. That was on me, officer. I'm sorry. It was us being on me. That's all my fault, officer. Now, now, my apologies. I will slow down next time. Don't want to disrespect your law, your order, or your highway. Now, I'm not looking to be rude, mister. I want to give you the utmost respect. Please. Whatever you say, I will do. That's all you got to do. And then they're oh, like, bop, bop, bop. Okay, son, have a good day. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> Yo, how many, how many alter egos do you have? Like, I mean, like, what, in what situations? Like, who are you in what situations? Like, when is, when is powerlifting day? Like, who are you turning into? Like, or you just loot bombs 24-7? Yeah, no yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, you because know, like the, the like the last powerlifting conversation I had the morning of, I was list at why everyone's getting ready. I'm listening to Ramdas podcast. I'm not listening to death metal yet. You know, I gotta get my devotion in. Fuck that. We gotta <laughs> learn our shit first, and then I'll get angry because I have to get it. Nah, like I love the state of aggression and angst that I can like utilize it to have fun now. Not like I'm mad at the world. Just like mm-hmm. I have this energy that can just dun, 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 with the music that go and when his setting is right, where it's in a gym. It's fun, you know, so that's cool. And sometimes in the gym, I do go to the dark. I go to this just like, it's not even a dark place. I am just so hyper, because that's I realized it the other day at the gym. Because I, I always, I'm so, I keep such a self-aware thing. I always, I'm watching myself half the time. Like, it's a fucking unraveling show. It's hilarious. And I'm like, yo, you just, you look great. No one would want to approach you. I'm like, yeah, but I don't, this is just what it is. Like, it's, <laughs> uh, it's just in the gym. It's just dun, 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 dun. And, you know, I'll stop and help advise you. Some dude the other day did like a 505 for three. Gave him a pound, what's up? But then I was right back into my shit, focused in. I got the heavy metal music going on. But you don't, you know, back in the you'd be coming. Oh, I can't talk to people after gym. Nah. Now you it's dancing in between, you know? It's like right now, it'd be more beneficial for this lift if I'm very intense and I'm hyper-focused on my intensity with my intention to lift this weight. But that's not going to help in just a conversation or even after this lift if someone wants to talk in the gym, you know? I have to like, bring myself back down you know if i just did a a set of 
imam fucking walking lunges, you know, 24 fucking reps. Uh, it takes me a minute to converse with something when I'm done with that. I go into a place because you have to. If you really want to push yourself in weightlifting and, and excel in things, you have to be intense. Like, it's the way it is, you know? And, and it's it's a magical thing to be intense with a smile on your face. But inside, it's not like this. Uh, it's not clouds and rainbows. You need thunderstorms to progress in weightlifting. doesn't mean you have to be an evil cunt. Just utilize <laughs> it, you know? So in the gym, so how's that race? That, how's that? How's that climbing five hundred looking? Oh, it's for deadlifting. It's not far. I'll tell you that. I'm on actually, at the no, competition, maybe. at the competition, I did four. I want to say fifty-seven without a belt. I think four. Yeah, I think this is what you told me last time. Yeah, and uh, and everything's dude, still like me and students mesh, and everything is just excel. Like my, everything just excel. My bench, everything is just. I, I like my who, the way he who plans, writes your programs. Who's still, coaching you? Still, Stulak. Stulak. Yeah. Then like we. What's just, that like? Yo, y'all are y'all are y'all are both on ten. It, it's perfect. It's honestly the per for me. It's the per, he. Oh, it's magical. And the way he coaches, bro. Like I sent him Quadzilla. a video. I sent him a video, and seconds later, I before usually ninety nine percent of the time before the next set, he has corrections for me in real time. You know, like that's the way we operate, and his and he knows how to program for me. Like he he gives me volume. He because I I use the gym to a lot of times to like uh, there's just a part of me that is like a wild untamed horse that just goes nuts, and I need to channel that somewhere. And the gym is what does that for me. So I love. I don't have time for no pussy ass worrying about a fucking joint angle workout. Which don't get me wrong, we move proper, but I'm. I need intensity. I need volume. You know what I mean? I need that shit. That's what drives my personal way to work out, mm-hmm. and that's the way I do it. And he's got that down. And again, our really, it's it's magic. Before he was even coaching me, I blew. I fucking blew a muscle belly in my pec, and he worked me through it before I was before anything. You know, and that worked towards why I was going to start going with him, but also we just jive on a lot of aspects. And he knows what he's doing. Like, he's, I mean, look what Kodiak's doing in Canada. They, they're taking fucking gold, you know what I mean? And he's moving to Jacksonville, too, so that's also good. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I'm about to turn you into the freaking... Yeah, little, little... The last competition I had, I literally felt like if any, if any of those feelings, like, yo, this feels really comfortable, like I'm supposed to be here, that's exactly how it felt. Like... What else should I be doing right? This is fucking my spot, and it's and I know that too because it's such excitement for the other lifters, not just me. Like you see someone on the platform about to lift some weight, and you're so genuinely excited for them to lift that weight because of you know how that feels, and it's gangster as fuck. It's Sunday in Georgia. Any asshole could be on the couch watching bullshit, and we're here lifting weights. And I'm talking. Oof. I watched like a 65 year old person deadlifting, squatting. Like I love that shit. And this. 15-year-old kid putting up this 17-year-old. No, I think he was 18. This this 18-year-old, he's actually, he's ranked. He blew out numbers. I saw him warming up in the back. I was like, well, I thought he was 40 until I, they put his fucking, because he, he's, he, he obviously had a rough life. You know, he doesn't look 19. And he fucking, <laughs> and, he, and I didn't know his age until they put it on the board. I was like, yo, you're 19, bro. You just squatted five for your opener. Like, Yo, it's such an, a magical feeling that you just like, this is it. And even like me being in a gym, a commercial gym like Elite Fitness, and I work, it's beautiful work for myself because I judge a lot of people and it's how I release that shit because I work with it. But even when I see someone powerlifting, oh, 
you all congratulated because that was a sick lift. Like you thought that I, I feel like I have a more of an understanding and respect for it because you know when you're doing it, you, it's just natural that way. Like you, mm-hmm. that's one of the human flaws too. It's like we only have a lot of us will only have the understanding and respect once we experience it. Which if we can get past that too, we get a little better. But anyway, that's where that comes. Like I experienced the powerlifting game, all that shit. Now it's like it is so oh, magical. Fucking love lifting weight with a barbell. I love it. I absolutely love it. Can't stop saying how much I love it. So what were the type of adjustments that you had to make when you uh, damaged your pec? Well, though, just it wasn't even just adjustments. It was fucking, um, well, actually, you I mean, after the, like, how it got injured? It was just overuse injury. Like, I was just Not how it got shit. injured. Like, what were some of the adjustments that you had to make? Like, after I got injured? Or that you had to make for to you? To go back? When you, yeah. All right. So to make sure happened. that you. The day it happened, I hit him up. And what we had to do the, after that. So it was that night rest. Right? It was a tear in the muscle belly. That night rest. Okay. The next day I took a, I started a program of take a, a resistance band, the red one. So I forget the exact weight on that, but it's the red one that the typical red color that they're all categorized rate, you know, and you would do, uh, f- I believe three or four sets of 50 flies. So you build it up that way, the capacity. And then the next week we added into going back into dumbbell presses. And then the next week until eventually I was on a barbell where it was only the barbell and then some weight on the barbell. Like the barbell for a ton of reps though. Like it was like two by twenties, two by thirties type of thing, just to get the volume back in. And then it was increasing weight from that. And then not even two months later, I'm back. Not even two months. I think it was literally a month later. I was back weight. Now I did 315 at my last competition. Like, you know, it's, it's magical. And that was before I even hired. Like that's before I was paying him. That's just we were cool already. And I knew his uh his wife was I think she's a, I'm pretty sure she's a physical therapist. There's even deeper knowledge than that. And I hit him up about it, and he helped me right there. Gave me a voice call, video call right there, and diagnosed it with her right there. The whole thing, and boom, that was it. Slow, Tough, man. slow you body. See, that's, that's exactly how it happens for me. You know, like I'll see people, I just talk to them, and then organically. That's you it. know we get to talking. That's it. If you that's why I be telling people, people fitness is a scam. Yeah. If, if we invest in people, our businesses will grow because it's the people that are the business. You know what I mean? Like that's real. Like if you like, I have a tough time at Amazon because of how, whatever. But at the same time, they have the most, the best customer service I have ever experienced in my life. That if you have a a, a subscription with them and they think it's going to be late, they even assume there's a possibility that your thing's going to be late. They let you know. You know what I mean? Like they fuck anything. Their customer service, and you talk to a human. That's very nice. Every time I've ever wor- had a talk to someone, it's not a digitized. It's not even just a, one of them little chat boxes or chat bots. It's a you call a human, and they're always extremely nice. Like their per their customer service is through the fucking roof, and that's just you know being people. Like invest in people. That's something I really realize. All I think I've been doing without consciously aware of it is just investing in people. Trying to be more connected with people than any. I don't care about even environment, like where you're from. Just a you person. You got a heartbeat. You got a breath. Can we talk? That's why I'm trying to learn three other languages because I want to expand this shit. You know, Duolingo is a magical thing. You got Spanish, you got Latin, you got fucking Hindi, and after I got those down, we'll expand past that. You know, because like to be able to go into someone else's area and just talk it up with their language shows not only the respect to them that I have of them because I, you know, I'm learning this to communicate with them, but it's just magical. 
it's so cool to me. Like to converse with everyone everywhere about anything, to learn anywhere of how their perspective, where they grew up in a whole different, like to talk to people in Florida that grew up in Florida, being from New York, they'll be like, man, that's like, it's just so different. It's, um, and that's mm-hmm. a small step of what I'm trying to talk about. Like you've experienced going to different cultures and like to be able to go to those lands and talk, and I mean, I don't want to go to like the the five star getaway. I want to go to like the vi- like when I went to Barbados right. first night there. I ended up in some dude's fuck because I was with seven beautiful women. So I got in anywhere. Some dude's kitchen. <laughs> His mom was making us dinner. You know what I mean? Like in Barbados, like that w- that wasn't on a resort. That's with the people. Like that's what I want to be doing. Like getting involved like that because that's. That's it. That's the core of it, you know. And then to learn the languages too. Like I said, that's that just showed. Like think about it, you walk into an environment, people don't know you, don't know them. You naturally, because of instincts, mm-hmm. you're going to be a little, you know, on a guard. But if you can communicate, yeah. and you can have strength of yourself, that's why I like cultivating the idea of that I don't die because then I'm not scared of death. So I can walk into a situation, and if you're going to kill me, that's you. But maybe we can be a human first, you know. And that just helps it. I really realize everything I'm doing in life is to get more closer to being connected with humans to the point that if I walk into a hostile environment, I don't need to be hostile. Maybe I can dissipate that hostility by just being ready to die. And if they want to kill me, that's with them. If not, then maybe we can chat. And maybe we can get a little less uh, hatred towards each other. You know, or whatever it is. They might not hate me already. They might just want to kill me because they don't know who I am. Maybe I get them past that. Who knows? That's mm-hmm. really... When I look at all the things I've been doing Gospel. this last year... You know, that's really what it seems to be boiling down to. I don't really sit down and plan shit out. I realize I don't sit here ever and I don't have like, like when I was being coached by Kelly in like three years, two years ago, three years ago, it set me up for a great projection forward. Oh, you've been, you've been around the family for a little minute. Yeah. He, he, and it's so weird. Cause I just thought about this the other day. Cause I was thinking about how I don't plan things out in the way my life's going. And he asked me my goals. And my only goal I had was to work with my ego. And apparently I've been going towards my goal because I really think I have, you know, and I never thought about it. It's not like I ever wake up every day and go, this is what I, it's just the way I set up my environment. I have these three books that I read from every day before I go on the Instagram or anything. I do this. I do the meditation. I set my environment up to be a certain way instead of the way it used to be, you know, waking up oh, because for years I was waking up doing pills, wake up every day, snorting a Xanax and then the fucking whatever the fuck. So like, have that understanding you like your nutrition is only of your gut it's of your mind what you're going to put in is what you'll be start creating you know so it's setting up your environment now you just come in my room i have a laptop if i'm going to watch something and then books all along the side if i'm bored what the fuck am i bored for the whole world is to learn being bored if you're going to be bored be with it enjoy it because if you're truly bored there's a fucking bugaz you will learn fascinating shit about a fucking ant that you'd never fathom existed. How, what they do, their intricate systems of things, cutter ants, leaf ants, the most amazing shit, but you, you know, you gotta find that out. You can't just be waiting for the Kardashians to tell you the next new hot thing to be into. That's what we sit here and do, become these plastic models that these things mold us. Society tells you what's cool or not, and then you're, all you are is a regurgitation of what everyone else is doing, and you think you're being new yourself. That's the funny part. We think we're being so cool when we're just doing what everyone else is. It's hilarious. And then, you know, even what is cool, but now I'm just ranting on with it. But, you know, like, that's what it is. And there's a whole world of shit. People write magnificent books and spend their whole careers learning about shit you could go learn about. And we're worried about what everyone else is doing. You know? 
I can't hear you. <laughs> I can see you, but I can't. I hear said you. that's the bubble wow. of the world. I just realized. Yeah. I, was, I mean, myself, that's the bubble of the world that we live in, man. Yeah, that's why it's very important to you know to be expansive. You know, in our in our in our efforts, you know, uh, yeah, to be as and, worldly as possible, and to go back to the prison of the mind. That's exactly it. To expand past who you always thought you were and where you're from and what your kid you think you're capable of. You know, because a kid who's born so is it better to have had than lost? Is be, is it better to have had and then lost than than to not have had it at all? I think so because which one? What is I uh, the having to lost? Because then what is to live? To never be to experience like oh I'm dead. So what did you live through? You stayed in a fucking cube your whole life. But again, if that's your happiness, truthfully, if that's and it's not a neurotic tendency that you're assuming to be happiness because you don't want to face your own shit, then have fun. But 99% of the time, it is a neurotic tendency that you assume is happiness to face your own shit because you don't want to see the rest of the world, you know, but. You know, because how do you know? Like, how do you know what you're actually you know? like? How would you know what skydiving felt like until you fucking experienced that? Dude? When so many people are petrified right. because of an assumption of what's going to happen. Listen, what I love about skydiving is the worst case, you're dead. Awesome. Next. Like, yeah. Once you get past that, that's my perspective. Yeah. Once you get past that, or because I don't see worst case. Well, that's like, the best case. Best case is probably that you're dead. dead. Worst case is that you survive. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I, I, see, I don't got to suffer. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's why you got to cultivate the understanding of letting it all go because this is another process to unfold. You know what I mean? Like, all right, now I'm mm. Cripple Lou. Now what? I'm Cripple Lou. If I'm Vegetable mm. Lou, then I'm not even, I'm just whatever. I always told my family, mm. if I ever get to that state, dose me with LSD every day. Don't let them give me their bullshit pills. Uh, my family, what my mom, my dad, and my brother both know that. All three of them know that. If I get into a state ever where I'm a quote unquote vegetable, the term these people use, where my brain capacity is not functionable for me to act out into this producer consumer society and be relevant and acceptable, then feed me acid and let me live. You know, that's <laughs> what else am I going to do? <laughs> Yo, you got to put that in writing. <laughs> they know. I mean, they know. Well, that's true. I do need that in writing with a lawyer if it's going to go to courts. Otherwise, they'd have to do it. And if they get caught, then they're going to think they're going to get in trouble. You're right. I do need to get that. Put that in writing. For their, for their safety. About that. For their safety. But then if you put it in writing, then it's just like walking around with a knife. What do you mean? Saying that if you're going to put it in writing, that means you project that it might happen just like walking around with a knife might project that oh, you're yeah, going to well, violence. <laughs> so, I mean, if I go out, of, if I go out on acid... I'd rather go out on acid than just being stabbed to death. You know what I mean? All those stabbed to death, you probably feel really alive too. That's my philosophy oh, on death, shit. right? If I'm going to die, well, when I'm going to die, I don't think I want it to be like comfortably in a bed. Honestly, the last thing I ever feel, if I'm ever going to feel this, at that of a rebirth that I remember, if I'm ever going to be here again and feel it, the last thing I'm ever going to feel in life, I think I want to truly feel it. I don't want to go to sleep. All right, good night, honey. And then that's it. Like, I want it to be like a shark's eating me or like whatever the fuck it is. Like the most insane, but not, not yet because I, I still have a fear of sharks. And if I'm trying to go surfing, which I eventually want to do, I don't want to be thinking about that the whole time. But if it does happen, it's going to happen. So that's what it is. But I think I do want to like go out feeling because it's the last thing. As long as it's glorious. Well, not just it's going to for you because the last thing everyone else will be like, oh, my God, he was eating my shark. It's terrible. Kill the shark. You know, the shark's being a fucking shark. I, why am I in the water? You know what I mean? I'm a land <laughs> animal. 
You know, I'm fucking with him being in his whole world. You know, I mean, you don't see a shark walking around in the fucking street getting slapped by a human because they're not in our fucking world. You know, you're going to go into shark's world. <laughs> stop being mad at the animals. You know, you want to walk up to a gorilla and it eats you alive. Stop assuming that the gorilla should be human like us because it talked to a human for three fucking years. It's a gorilla. <laughs> you fuck. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> you know, so you know how you really feel. feel. Yeah, I want to feel that. Oh, like going out, you want to feel that. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, I, don't, I don't know about all that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, Bless you. yo, this is crazy in the air. It's almost it's going been, three hours. It's been that long already. <laughs> it's two forty. Damn, I haven't even eaten yet, yo. That's crazy. Oh man, you eat today? Yeah, every morning you got to shake. You have the twelve hundred calorie shake. Twelve hundred calories. What, yeah. what brand is this? It's uh one hundred and twenty grams of oatmeal, one hundred and seventy five grams of whole milk yogurt, forty five grams of peanut butter, and two scoops of whey protein and water. How many scoops is whey protein? How many grams of protein in two scoops? Uh, twenty something. No, I thought it was fifty grams, forty seven, forty seven, fifty grams. Yeah, I put three. I put three. Yeah. Go ahead. Let me get. Let me get sixty. Let me get sixty-five <laughs> real quick. Drink that up. Thank you. I've I've been having yeah. that shake every day for okay, well look, over a year. Now. Let's let's. This is this is this is a question that I love to ask people. I think this is gonna be the the perfect cherry on top to this conversation. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. Now my question is, what are your three most important and significant core philosophies. What are they? You have to tell me them in order one, two, three. You have to tell me what each of them means and you have to tell me why they are in the order that they are. So top three core philosophies and principles. Define each of them to you, what they mean to you and why they are first, second, and third. Love, serve, and remember. Love, serve, remember. Yes. Okay. These are your three most important core philosophies and principles. All things. There's no good and bad because that's a selfish, biased agreement with yourself of how things should be. So you love all things no matter what. Serve everybody because everything, to love all things, one has to serve all for all things. Of love is all things to be served. Remember God in all, because if you're gonna love all, love is God. God is of all, and serve God at the same time, since all things are of God. So to love all, serve all, and remember all is all of the same core value. All goes back to the number one thing, which is the three of them together. And then the human aspect of Lou has to now bring the quaternity, the four, and go forth and do right. So love, serving, remember. And that's really off of Ram Dass. That's not Lou sitting here saying, I created this shit. Nothing I ever say I think I actually created. It just comes through and I'm fucking here. Just so happens, whenever I meditate a lot, the quieter I come, the quieter I get, the more I can hear. So, you know. So your first most important core philosophy in life is love all. Yeah. Second most important core philosophy is serve all. Yep. Third most yep. important core philosophy is remember all. So you, you've told me what they are, one, two, three. You've told me what the definitions are. Now, why did you place them in that order? Because it's- Why all, is love first? All of the, because that's what it is. It's the love is, if I'm going to look at love as the 
essence, the underlying essence of it all of creation. With creation comes destruction and is going to come these terms or you know, these terms are identifications of good and bad. So it all starts with the love. And then the love is also to realize the same within the heartbeat, the heart center that we all have to get back to ourselves. My soul self, your soul self, and not the divisive things in between us that the human flaws uh, create and produce in the game of the world that we need to play the game. So that's the love. With that, you're going to serve because you're seeing yourself in all. And you're going to do something here anyway. We have to act out. We're actionable beings. So if I'm going to do something, the intention is based off love. The intention is based off the serving other. Because really, it's not just me working on myself just for myself. But that's how I can be my, get to myself so another can see themselves in themselves. Because if I'm just a reactionary thing talking to another person, they're going to keep the game going. The only way I can be a mirror for another is to see the love and then serve. And then remembering God is remembering God in all aspects. And I just use the word God because that's the word I use. You can use whatever term you want to use for God. You know what I mean? Okay. Love it, serve and remember. But you ain't tell me why they're in the order that they're that's in no because love is the, it all comes back. The circle would start from love. You know what I mean? So it's the love to the serve to the remember because doing the love, the action, love first. The, that underlining agreement. Brings the service and the remembering because through this love, okay, love is most important to you. This is mo your most important philosophy because it is what gives gives weights for the other things to be in existence. Yeah, if, if we okay. if we if now we, why is serve after love, but it's before remember? Well, <clears throat> this is now we're playing a paradox here because even these things that I have to put into a hierarchical order just for our logical, radical thinking minds to understand how I may perceive the importance and significance between the three of them when really they literally all mean the same thing. It's just the way you go about it. So I could sit in a cave and just emanate love, but then what, right? I go out and serve. Now I'm bringing the love forth. And through that service of being just a mirror, another shall remember God. Because they see the God in themselves through the God in yourself. Because you were backed by the love. So that's how it would break down. If we had to play the game of a hierarchical order of a meaning of significance for the three of them. Okay. Mm -mm. Nope. So here are mine. Okay. <laughs> mine are loyalty, family, and faith. That. Okay. Loyalty to me means that you would never compromise whatever relationship in which we have created. That's loyalty to me. Not uh, allowing compromising situations or um situations or environments or atmospheres that can affect our relationship. That's is there, loyalty. Is there a, a limit to that? Loyalty is not unconditional. So it's conditional. But I, I what I loyalty mean, uh, can be broken. Yeah, because well no, I know that. I mean the perception of what it is to be loyal. Because let's say if I look at it as loyalty and I wait. Second is family. 
Family are the people whom are your foundation and support you in all things. Family are the people that you create the deepest connections with on a physical level, on a metaphysical level, spiritual level, emotional level, social level, all levels. That's your family. The people you can always fall back on. The group that you can always fall back on. That vibe and energy that you can always fall back on. Faith is the belief in the unknown. Things that you cannot see, but you know through your experience, you can feel. Yeah. Right? That's faith. The belief in the unknown. And that connection and the power of what that is. Loyalty, family, and faith. Loyalty is first. I value loyalty the most is, is because if you, loyalty means safety to me. Loyalty means respect to me. Because if you are loyal to me, that means that I don't ever have to worry about whether I'm present in the situation, you don't have to worry about whether if you're present in the situation, you just need to know that your best interest is always considered. Mm. Family is second because you can't be considered family if you haven't, if we haven't built or experienced the things in which would help me to perceive you to be a loyal person to me. That bond that we have to create is through how I perceive you to be loyal to me. What 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 it is that you're doing for me and we're doing collectively. Faith comes last is because I believe that that is kind of like the belief in the unknown is is kind of like the glue, you know, um I guess the glue to 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 it all. Mm. You know, belief like loyalty is not something that you can touch. Yeah, because how do you really you know, know how you feel it? You know when it's yeah, there. You have to have the faith you know in the family, right? Right. So in order for all the things, like those are the things that I value most, because I know, like in this realm in which I'm existing, I know I'm safe. Mm. These are the people who I can lean on, and the belief that I have that I know that you know it don't always have to be physical. I know that the energy and the vibration is real. My faith in and the things that I pray to, the things I believe in, kind of glue it all together. But so I the try, limit I to loyalty. Like I like it. Yeah, the limit to loyalty. I like it. it was you what want, you, you was asking me, me about. You want me to comment on it? Yeah, say what you were saying. Right. Nah, I, I, the only thing with the loyal part, because this is where my mind goes, is let's say you have someone you have in that loyal group that's now family, and you have the faith in them to be loyal, that make them family. Let's say something happens in your life where you have you see you have something that people want, and these people will have no limits that they'll kidnap this person's mother and threaten to rape and murder him in front of the person unless they get you to do something that they want from you. Where does the line of loyalty get that? Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. I have something that somebody wants, yes. and those person, the person that I thought was loyal, is kidnapping somebody. No, their mother. The, the people want to get to you. They take the person's okay. loyal to you. They take that person's mother and they're going to rape and murder that person's mother in front of their eyes unless they do whatever it is that makes that person disloyal to you now. Then how do you feel that you find out that's how the disloyalty occurred? Yo, Lou. 
That's dog. This, this is this is this is this is not the Matrix, man. This is the Matrix, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the likelihood of some fantastic stuff hey, happening like that. I, but this is how serious I take everything I think. And now I'm not this is how I like I think so fuck. I had that's why things have to be paradox, and that's why I go back to the love server member because it's like I have to I personally have to take it there because and I know it's got to get to the point of like, so you're going to say you have to have love for the person that rapes and murders your own mother. Yep. Yep. They're going to rape Out of the and person murder my mother or is, mine. Is their no, mother, I'm talking is about their Lou. They... I'm talking about Lou right now. I'm saying if Lou is going to say love, so remember, and someone says, oh, what about, listen, if I'm going to subscribe to these under ideologies and now this understanding is past the personal level, that's the thing about love, so remember. And I'm not saying I'm sitting here and if that occurred, I would be sitting here. Oh, love. No. Saying <laughs> this is the intention behind, you know, and because my mind is fucking nuts enough to go with these places naturally without having to think about it, like not having to consciously trying to create the thought process. It's just like, oh yeah, what if this happens? I'm like, fuck, shit. And this is what I do in my mind all the time. I'll be thinking about something, and then that's why I'll post something and delete it ten minutes later, an hour later, twenty three hours later when there's only one hour left because I'm thinking about. It. I don't give a fuck what anyone else. I'm sitting here breaking down every facet of what I just said, and then no, no, it doesn't drive. But I catch myself thinking about it too much. I just delete it because obviously we're thinking about it for some reason. We don't have pure intentional trust in what we just said to be any formidable truth at all because truth isn't formidable. But anything close to truth that I'm questioning it so much, there's a doubt somewhere. Let's just get rid of it. It's not that big a deal. It's an idea you had. Just get over it, you know? Because this fucking mind goes crazy. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that would have boiled down to. <laughs> I mean, you, we, we already know. We are we already know that you're already tapped in. You've already elevated to another level of conscious. You like Super Saiyan 3 now. <laughs> so we get it. We get it, Goku. We get it. We get yo, it. My son shooting. We get fire it, Master Roshi. Hands. Master yo, Roshi. My son shooting fire. Yeah, you want to hear something funny? He's back in the like the medieval times, I believe, right? Like fourteen hundreds ish, maybe. They used to hire um gnomes, short people, to stand in gardens of rich people's parties and give wisdom and humor. <laughs> That's a true story. Like that was where the garden gnome came from. The whole thing with garden gnomes comes from being entertainment for wealthy people, for short people. Like, yeah. And you don't think I've been, my fucking lineage of being short hasn't felt a ball breaking forever. We're depicted <laughs> as fucking creatures. <laughs> but the world's not going to get short, is it? <laughs> they make songs say short people suck, but nobody cares. Nobody cares. I got to be 32. I got to hear my fucking neighbor's three-year-old ask me if I can take the ride at the fucking, at the amusement park, okay? And she calls you fat. You get upset? That's an obvious statement. Fucking mad at me for it. That's the thing about people getting upset, too. Someone says, Lou, you're short. Thank you. If someone says, hey, you're fat. You're fat. I mean, if an obvious statement's an obvious statement, if you feel some type of way about it, maybe that's with you. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. You know, if it's an obvious statement like, Lou, you're missing a piece of your finger. <sighs> Why'd you just point out the obvious? You know, like. <sighs> Unbothered by that. Well, it is what it is. What are you going to like everything? What are you going to do? You're either going to continue to cry about it and wait for this non-existence 
uh, utopian future where the whole world abides by your every waking feeling and thought, or mm. you fucking mature your consciousness and strength your consciousness to a level to be able to perceive past trivial bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that. I mean, Bro, don't 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 kill them, bro. Don't kill them. I'll kill them, but come on. Well, maybe yeah, their emotions. If that's that's with them, though, because if they if people <laughs> listen and they feel some type of way, it's it's like I'm. There's no maliciousness. You want to talk about it? If you're an unhealthy individual and you feel some way about it, talk to me about it. I'm not judging you. I have sex. Yeah, with fat communication women. is scarce. I have sex with fat women. It's not like I'm um biased. I'll probably have sex with you, but I don't fuck my clients. I'll have sex with you first, then you can be my client. You know what? Yeah. Yo, you gotta you gotta strike that from the record, bro. <laughs> strike that from the record immediately, expeditiously. Nah, I don't do um editing. I try. You it don't once. do editing. Oh, Add, nothing. I've never well, edited. Ble- no, nah, you gotta find that part and bleep it out. Nah. Nah. Bleep. <laughs> Like like the AOL sign, no, what? This crazy, yo. (laughs) Exit out, abort mission. (laughs) Yo, yeah, I haven't even eaten for the day. I got to piss. You got to eat. I'm gonna start getting myself holding it for three hours. No, I would have said something. I'm not that nice. Oh, been like, listen, I mean. Listen, we're capable hour. of some things. Men, men, we're capable of some things. Yeah, but I would eventually, dude, I got to piss. You know what I mean? If it was an hour in, there's a great car. I couldn't have just ended this conversation for piss. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but if it's, it's at the point now where it's like, dude, we had a great conversation. Three hours in, milk. I got to piss. You got to you gotta drink. You got to eat food. <laughs> <laughs> Lou Bob! <laughs> this is a fantastic conversation. That yes. was magical. But, but before, I want you to end the story with how yes... Came about in the podcast for me. This oh, episode bet. All right. So, how yes came about. Um, <laughs> I just, uh, I may, I like to make fun of everything and mock it. And, and I realized like people try to just be this. I don't know. I did the yes because I just thought it was funny. And honestly, because I agree. Like, if I agree with what you're posting out and I jive with it and it makes <laughs> you feel some type and I fuck with it, Jive. you just get a capital yes. Yeah, you get a Y E S. And it just, you know, it's like anything. It's like uh, wake up and choose violence. Ego is the enemy. It's a, it's a cute little thing people put out there. And then that's it. It becomes apparently your thing. You know what I mean? That's that's all it is. And I put on a T-shirt and I hand the T-shirts out. I don't sell. Yes, the you t-shirts. did. Definitely got one. I don't sell the T-shirts because I'm not a fucking cl- like I, I see a lot of people. You know, <laughs> I think a lot of us are, are fooling ourselves thinking we're like clothing manufacturers when we just have a lot of friends that might buy our clothes. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So I'm like, I see what it's going to be. I'm just going to give you my shit because I'm not going to sell 20 shirts and all of a sudden assume I'm Nike. You know what I mean? I'm not fucking Phil Knight. I can care less. I just spent the money on the shirts because I'm stupid like that and I want to hand them out. So then also now my fucking face is everywhere. (laughs) Is that is that is that how is that how you is when did you start making these shirts? Ah, dude, I think I did it like uh, like a week before I went to Virginia. To be honest with you, maybe two. Weeks. Oh shoot! I got the original. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, that's the one one batch. I still got like fucking fifty of them, and it's I don't sell them. I just hand them out. I give them the homeless people. These are fucking crackheads in Manhattan walking around with the bombs bodies, baby. Oh that's my how we gosh, yeah, that's marketing. <laughs> whatever, it's whatever. Get it Man out there. the people. That's right. No limits here. <laughs> you got a heartbeat and a breath. I'll work with you. Let's go. We're talking about a niche. Yeah, my niche is a human. 
How do you get away from that one? How do you get away from that one? I don't even need a bank That's account. Real. You know why? Because if I get That's you from zero to hero, when you make all your money, you'll holler at me. Fucking need a bank account for it. <laughs> I can get you from being homeless on the street to being fucking a millionaire. You don't think you're going to look out for me? And if you don't, God will. I'm good. So we're good. Let's God, go. dude. Let's get it. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. That's it. Yeah, my mind is blown. I learned to... Uh, be, I'll, be, I'll be thinking I'll be thinking deeply after this conversation. I'll be yeah. thinking deeply. Yeah. And probably don't don't be surprised if I ask you to redefine something for me again. Anytime. I like to see the things. I love it because then it makes me really have to take it all. I, I that's something I, I have this natural like self-introspection. And because I've subscribed so heavy to Ramdas, I can't just say things. And if I do ever catch myself just saying things, I have to go back and try to work it. Like that's sort of thing with my stories. It's pretty cool. I like it because apparently it keeps my intentions pure because I literally just look to really stop division. Like it's like these governments. I see. I I personally see a fucking game and everyone's being played by it. And rather than fucking do anything about it, we'd rather just post about it, make a meme, all that. And that's why I realized all I can do is just trying to keep bringing conversation and be a mirror and you know, just be a mirror you know? to the people. Yeah, that's it. Because it's what am I cause more opposition by hating on? That which I dislike, which then is going to cause them to hate on me, which keeps the game negative and positive, keeps the game going. And then what's that do? Causes more strife rather than letting that fucking negative charge just dissolve into me. And I, they have nothing to hold on to because I'm giving them nothing in return. You know, you keep the control going because you keep the bullshit going in your head. You want to break free from anyone's control? Understand you're in control. That's first. And then you can start mm-hmm. doing the things. Mm-hmm. You know? Bars. Drop Mike. Drop Mike. Drop Mike. That's it. Unrecorded.